entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad, and with me today are my wingmen, Cousin Wayne, Kyle, and Nathan. Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude. Goddamn right. We always say, <laughs> we say goddamn right sometimes. <laughs> and fucking shit and pedophile jokes and everything else. <laughs> I haven't heard a good pedophile joke in a long time. <laughs> well, no. I haven't been here in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you're also, just say you're gay and then the joke doesn't matter. Because it's also, okay. I'm so glad we invited you to the Toy Story verse. <laughs> <laughs> And spoiler alert. Anybody else have an erection while watching these? (laughs) (laughs) No peep. (laughs) Spoiler alert for tonight's conversation. And if this is your first Versus episode, then welcome to fucking Versus. (laughs) Versus is AB's fight club of sorts, where we cough. (laughs) (laughs) Where we pit two movies against each other and see who comes out the victor. Well, there's three this time. Can I just fucking get through this? We'll do it right. <laughs> Consider Versus the Thunderdome of movie watching, where two movies enter and only one movie leaves. We use Versus to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. We recognize a genre director's achievements by forming a list of categories. The various category winners are awarded golden idols, and the film with the most golden idols wins. This exercise has helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watch movies. This is our last Versus episode of 2017. What's your thoughts on that, Cousin Wayne? Oh, it's been a great year. You know, I mean, I, I think this is a great way to end it. What's your favorite, man? Because what's awesome See, is what? we started off in January. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite? favorite verses that you did, Wayne? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> now I'm with you. Uh, favorite verses? God. He smoked a little bit too much weed <laughs> for tonight. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Um, <laughs> uh, Evil Dead 1 and 2 was great. Um, Told Nathan, fuck that one up. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Don't get an ass from Nathan, but you know. It's all right. It's Nathan. It, it started uh, off good. Uh, sure. Uh, Blade Runner and Akira was great. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I, you know, I've enjoyed every single one of them, but yeah, I, think, I think those two stick out the most. And King Kong, Godzilla? That was uh, those really those movies sucked, but that was a great conversation. Yeah, I wasn't a King Kong Godzilla fan, but it was can't a great conversation. Much past that. Uh, what else should we do? Blazing Saddles? Watch oh, and Young Frankenstein. Young yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah, Watchmen Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I don't think we've had a bad one, really. Paul, Vo- Paul Verhoeven three way oh, that was a lot was of fun. a lot of fun, um, dude. Alien, yeah, Alien, Alien Predator, Alien that Predator. Was, that, that was, was a fun time. That, that was, was a fun time. I got a little hot too, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, Black Swan wrestler. Oh that yeah, was, that yeah. Was a great. One. What are some yeah, of your guys' yeah. favorite verses of this year? Because you guys weren't too many because we do the marathon. No, I, th- I think I've only been in a few. I was in Alien. I stepped in for Alien versus Predator for Josh, and then I think I've only done the Evil Dead one after that, and then and this now this one. one. I think so. Yeah, I did the Black Swan and, and Wrestler one. I think it's the only ones. I was part of this year. Yeah, it's been a great year, man. And what was awesome too, I was talking to you in the car on the way here, and uh, we made a schedule. We stuck to it. I don't think there was anything that got away. Maybe one episode that got away. Yeah, we were talking about doing a Christmas episode of uh, uh, Christmas Vacation and National Lampoons and Home Alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that one got away, so we'll probably get back to that one next year. But everything that we scheduled happened. Yeah, we we got on it. It was on point. Yeah, so guys, this um, is going to be our last uh, Versus episode. 
Um, this has been our AV's year of animation, our official, unofficial mm-hmm. year of animation. So we explored anime. Um, Akira was talked about twice. It became a Golden Idol winner by coming out on top of the anime marathon. Just barely got beat by Blade Runner in the mm-hmm. Versus episode. Uh, we did an episode fully devoted to Miyazaki. And then tonight we have our Toy Story 3-way. And then with the release of Pixar's, I think it's their 19th feature. Yeah. I think it's 19. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coco, we will end the year with a Pixar marathon really soon. Uh, so real quick, guys, just thoughts on the year of animation. Um, did you learn anything? What was your takeaway, Nathan? I really liked it. I looked forward to this whole year. It's, it was frustrating to me, I think, doing the, the marathons because I come into every one of these marathons and I was like, man, I fucking love this anime marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the look on your faces is like, <laughs> my, my two sucked. least favorite ones were the anime ones, and you those were your like, those were like favorite. my favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. It was just I don't know. It's it's when you talk about something that you really like with people that they, they don't like it at yeah. all. You know what I mean? That's frustrating sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Kyle and I actually connected on that episode. Yeah, we, yeah, we actually <laughs> agreed on that. <laughs> sure. um, no, but this as far as I'm this year, I feel like. Um, I don't know that it's better than last year, because yeah, last year we had some great stuff too. But I mean, I, I like that we had kind of a theme this year. It was great. Yeah. Was there a takeaway, though, a movie that, you know, for years you, you knew you liked, but that you you have a newfound appreciation for? I would say that just Miyazaki in general. Okay. I have a lot more of appreciation for a lot of his films. Um, but then I would if you want me to, like, like gun to my head what movie, yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be Akira. I think Akira, okay, awesome. Akira is the one that, like, I keep wanting to go back to, and, like, I keep... You know, like fuck. I'm, I, how long is it can it be till it can be nominated again? Like next year. Yeah. Like, so it's really frustrating. You know, I'll but, speak yeah. to that real quick. I uh, I I now know that I'm not a Miyazaki fan. You know, I, I sat down. I wasn't a part of that marathon. I let Matthew take over uh, for me, but uh, I watched them all. And I'm I'm not a Miyazaki. Guy. I don't get it. It's not for me. Um, I really don't understand the love for that. But with Akira, um, I've I've always liked Akira. But now I know that it's my favorite anime. Mm. I know that I, I even love it more than Blade Runner. You know, so I yeah, have a, that's crazy. I have a newfound appreciation for Akira. Um, it's probably one of my favorite takeaways of just 2017 in general. Mm. Um, so I really appreciate that. And now with tonight, um, I know I know what Toy Story stands out for me, sure. which is going to be really cool to, yeah. to explore your guys' picks. But what was your takeaway? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't big on anime before, uh, and I'm still not. It's not something that, it's, it just doesn't Cheers, reach out to me. But there, I mean, there were certain films that we watched in those animes, like Spirited Away, I actually really loved. Mm-hmm. Um, My Neighbor Totoro was really fantastic, and I enjoyed that. Um, but it, I think it, it and, and this, I mean, we're really, I think we're going to hit some, a lot of similar beats, but these films are so distinct, too, and this was, sure. this was like... Really easy to digest, but also really hard to kind of oh yeah pick the category. Yeah. So you know, one, uh, talk about Miyazaki cool. again real quick. With Spirited Away, you know, it's one of those movies that everybody loves. Yeah, and I usually understand like if, even if I don't like a movie, I understand why people do. Like Wizard of Oz is a great example. I don't like Wizard of Oz. It's in our pantheon. I'll never argue it being in our pantheon because I I get it. I completely understand. Spirit of Ways is one of those movies I don't understand why they're so much mind. I think it's so yeah. obvious why it's so good. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? Just different people. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I watched mean, it like, three times. First time, I was like, no. Second time, I was like, okay. I'm starting to get this. And the third time, I was like, oh, okay. I really appreciate this now. So it took me a while on that. Maybe maybe that's just what it is for anime. 
but I've watched I watched Akira like three times. I'm still like, what the fuck is Akira? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> what was uh, your takeaway, Wayne? You didn't watch. You weren't no, a part uh, of those verses, but I think you watched a little bit. Well, right? When you first said anime, the first thoughts that went through my head were like, you know, Wizards, The Hobbit, Heavy Metal, mm-hmm. and oh, then he okay. said this uh, Western Western kind of anime. Yeah. yeah, which we talked about at the beginning of the year, trying to get one of those in. Sure. It was never on the schedule, though, but we, we talked about yeah. doing... That's not um, a bad idea. A, a bee animation. Because that's the kind of animation I've always loved and yeah, watched, and then sure. he said this yeah, Miyazaki. Yeah. I thought, okay, I'll give it a shot, you know, and I watched uh, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, and I stopped. I cannot do this. <laughs> really? You didn't like him at all? No. Not wow. at all. I, mean, I, just, I, I just couldn't get it. You know what I mean? I, they weren't... I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I, didn't, I wasn't sitting there going, wow, what the fuck? This is horrible shit. It was just like, okay, what's the just big deal in this? You. That's, that's exactly. where I am. I'm not looking yeah. at, like, this is horrible filmmaking. This is... Yeah, I just... I like, was just bored. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the way I was. So I thought, thank God I'm not part of this marathon, and it dropped <laughs> out of it. Uh-huh. But then uh, Akira, you know, my main problem with that, and I, I've said this before... We're opposite on Akira... A little bit, yeah. Is everybody seems? I don't know if it's the culture or what, but everybody just seems so angry in that movie <laughs> over nothing. Like, ser- like I mean, just like when it doesn't call for it. You can just picture these people sitting around a dinner table. Pass me the fucking ketchup. I'll pass you the fucking ketchup. <laughs> Roar! You know, it's like, holy shit, guys, get off the crack. You know, calm down. It was beautifully done, great story, and so forth. But I, I cannot get past that. Everybody's so angry. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, calm the fuck down. Yeah, yeah. Holy we shit. Got, and Kyle got hit by a box. You Whoa. okay, dude? <laughs> we that need to hurt. Go. We yeah. need to go. Put some weight to that shit. Where did that even come from? Wow. You got hit that by a box. That was pretty crack, heavy. Bro. That thing came off the top turnbuckle, bro. Dude. Are you okay? Seriously? Man, <laughs> yeah, the heavy in the shoulder. I think I'm just okay. shocked. Are you okay, though? That, I'm, I'm alive. Dude, I'll let you know. Wait. <laughs> they come off the top. Hey, Operation Weather. This will all be closed off. All right. So, if, if our listeners are completely like, what the fuck is going on right now? We're kind of wondering that ourselves. A box fell a box from... of Christmas shit just fell on my head. <laughs> dude, you got nailed by the nutcracker. Seriously. I did. The fucking nutcracker, dude. Jesus Christ, man. You okay, though? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Man. Dude, it looked like I've it been cracked you in the head. Worse. <laughs> it got the side of my head. Mostly my shoulder. Oh, I, it's like, I was hoping you weren't going to just be knocked out. We have to <laughs> drag you to the couch and just talk Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when Kyle wakes up. <laughs> Somebody read off Kyle's words. He's totally <laughs> badging out. Cousin Wayne went like fucking Super Saiyan and like shook the fuck out of me. Don't pass me the fucking catch up and shit. Just fall on the floor. I guess I should have lowered my voice. <laughs> Jesus. God is Christ. angry with you, Wayne. Oh shit! All right, Kyle, <laughs> well, I'm glad you survived that experience. So let's. <laughs> I can still hemorrhage. Don't make me reveal my ultimate form. <laughs> you might have a concussion. Most times you don't even. Most Whatever. of the time you don't even know if you have a concussion until after the fact. Yeah, that's so, true. But I'm you sure can't you know before the fact. <laughs> <laughs> you realize if you pass out, we're gonna violate you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, all uh, right, the Kevin Spacey, cousin, <laughs> cousin Wayne. Yo, how do these Yo. Toy Story movies? Stack up against each other. All right. Uh, Toy Story Run uh, 1, uh, 1995, directed by John Setter. Uh, stars Tom Hanks, or the voices of Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Don Rickles, and Jim Varney. Uh, IMDb gave it a rating of 8.3, and Rotten Tomatoes 100%. Good God. That's a lot yeah. of percentage. Uh, Toy Story 2, uh, 1999, again, directed by John Setter. Uh, stars voices of, again, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, and Joan Cusack this time. IMDb rating of uh, 7.9, and again, a Rotten Tomatoes score of 100%. Ooh, that's a lot of percentage. Oh, God. Damn, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Toy Story 3, 
2010, so a little bit of time there. Uh, this time directed by Lee Unkrich. Whatever. Uh, IMDb rating. <laughs> 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 fuck you, Lee Unkrich. If you're listening to this, Lee Unkrich, fuck you. <laughs> suck it, Lee Unkrich. You let Wayne do the fucking lead up. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> usually usually I coach him before the fact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can, I can't pronounce that name. Anyway. It's Lassiter, by the way. Yeah, it's Lassiter. John Lassiter. <laughs> Lassiter. Lassiter. Did you say Lassiter? I might have. Yeah, yeah. Lassiter. John Lassiter. Lassiter. Blame it on the weed. Uh, <laughs> I, IMDB 8.3. Rotten Tomatoes 99%. Oh, fuck you, person who gave it. <laughs> yeah, no, so fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, and uh, stars of Winks of a voice. <laughs> so voices of Tom Hanks, Tim Allen. Joan Cusack and Ned Beatty. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. And there was no banjo in this one. <laughs> yeah. Man, those are some close scores. Um, a lot of similarities between these three films For as sure. well. Um, Distinct themes, though. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into tonight's conversation, let's talk real quick, real briefly, about the absence of Andy's father. All right. What's you guys' theory on that? There's I didn't a lot even of think theories. About it. Not at all? I, no, I, I In my whole life, I've never even considered that until literally just now. Yeah, really? I'm right yeah. there with Nathan. Never thought about it. Okay. So yeah. this is something I, I know of, you know? It's uh, something I figured that, like, Woody was his father's toy. He was also Andy. Passed the toy down. This is a big theory or whatever. And then Toy Story 3, we or Toy Story 2, uh, Jesse was owned by a girl named Emily. And we don't know Andy's mom's name. We, but he has Jesse's hat in the first one. He doesn't have a Woody hat on. He's got Jesse's hat on. And you think like, right. oh, maybe that was Emily's toy. His mother's name is Emily. His father's, I don't know. Probably going. They're probably going through a divorce because in the first one they're moving to a smaller house. Right. So I think there's just a lot of that going on. Hmm. Because like, he wasn't mentioned at all is why I didn't think about it. If they yeah. had even just given maybe some kind of a... A hint or a point in the direction of Andy's father. I might have thought yeah. about it, but as is. Let right. me give you a few options, and you circle one. Okay, <laughs> see what see what Wayne. All thinks. of the above. All right. <laughs> Did Andy's dad walk out on the family? Okay, that's A. B is Andy's mama whore. And we, <laughs> I like option two already. <laughs> and we don't know who the father is. Okay. C. Escalated quickly. <laughs> Did Aunt, should that have been C? I can't wait for C. I don't know what C is, but. <laughs> <laughs> Did Andy's father die? All right. D. Or was it just a pain in the ass to animate humans in 1995? Well, well what? I mean, it was. Yeah. Sure. Or five. Um, or E. <laughs> Was Harvey Weinstein the father? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Which one of those? That dark. Uh, you know, uh, shit. Well, he doesn't seem unhappy, so I'm not going to, oh, unless his dad was a real prick, so I can't really think that maybe his dad died. Okay. You know, maybe that's why they moved. Oh, hey, your father's dead. Oh, okay, whatever. I just want to play with Woody. Um, <laughs> so maybe he walked out. Or so maybe mom's a whore. Or maybe mom's a whore. Yeah. Because he doesn't even ask questions. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm going to go with that. The mom's a whore. Because he doesn't even ask questions. Yeah. You know, and his, uh, the baby's there. Wayne has separation issues. Bro. <laughs> I, I don't have issues. <laughs> yeah, my dad has issues. <laughs> Goddamn right he did. <laughs> Just because you're a single mom doesn't make you a whore. But, yeah, but here's the thing, though. We're pushing that narrative yeah, no, no, this, a little this, too this hard. Is, this well, no, no, no. If, it's, if it's one of my... Uh, oh, in this, in this case, his mom was a pill-popping junkie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's how you read into it. Your experiences. Just turning sure. tricks for toys. And his dad was a violent alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the dad's dead because um, there's. Well, no, I, I don't. I honestly don't think he's around or uh, anything. Because seriously, think about it. You got Andy and you got a baby. And Andy, you would have asked like, "Am I going to see dad?" Yada yada yada. Things like that. 
There's no questions. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got no problems, no questions. And let's face it, his sister and him don't look anything alike. <laughs> so if I have to go with one of those options, yeah. I'm going with the mom's old. It's really interesting, too. His two favorite toys are very masculine toys. You have the cowboy and the space ranger, you know, which is kind of interesting. But if the father... He's like eight. Of course they likes the cowboy and a space ranger. Well, that ranger. makes no fucking sense. Why does, he like, why does he like the dinosaur? Or they, he does. Not as much as Woody. Or well, he's also got Bo Peep. Yeah, that's I don't yeah I don't think that's right on, but like I don't think the father's dead because like there's no pictures on the walls because you do see family pictures. Even if the father died, you would probably you know keep some yeah, family. Yeah, pictures. Some kind of there's no things. wedding ring. You would even if the father died, you he she would probably keep the wedding ring on. So I, I don't think the father's dead. I don't think it's that kind of story. It's going through a divorce. I would say it's going I through a divorce. A divorce. That's yeah, what I'm I mean, saying. Or it was a pain in the ass to animate in 1995. Of, I, I like my horse. Yeah, I mean also, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we will get into that probably. I'm sure, but okay. Uh, what what are you going with for right now then? You know, to be honest, I've never thought about it. So I mean, it would just it just off the I mean, cuff then. Off the cuff, I mean, Moving? yeah, it, it appears divorce. It would appear to me that they're 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 either divorced or they're in the middle of a divorce or whatever, and then yeah. I, that's why they're moving. Probably that's yeah. not around. I don't. It's, it's interesting though. I don't think a lot of people have really thought about it. But man, you start looking into it, and there's essay I'm after sure. essay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty interesting. You're going with the same thing, probably yeah. just a divorce. Yeah, I'm the only one who likes divorce. I don't think she's. A, <laughs> I don't think that she's a whore. <laughs> 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 There's no evidence in the film that she's no a whore. <laughs> That's true. Okay. <laughs> I like your train of thought there. All right, so just so, so I want to see a toy story with mom's toys. It's <laughs> <laughs> called sausage party. <laughs> you are a woman's plaything. I'm Johnny the Dildo. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, real quick rule update for tonight. Uh, we usually uh, only allow two tie points. Uh, but with this versus being so challenging, we up the ties to a total of three points. So everyone has full understanding. I had to walk Wayne through that a little bit tonight. <laughs> so yeah, I had you, one question. Okay, did you fix that? I fixed it. Okay, thank you, sir. Um, so, Wayne, you ready? I'm ready. Are you buckled in? I'm buckled in. Okay. What's your favorite location in a Toy uh, Story movie? I want to give a runner-up first to uh, Toy Story 2, Al's Toy Barn. Okay. Mm. That looked like such a fun place. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I were a kid, I would just... You know, looking for my He-Man toys, shit like that. I would have loved it. But uh, what took the award was uh, Pizza Planet, Toy Story 1. Even today, I, I think I'd have fun in there. You know, you take your um, kids there and shit and be like, just playing video games, the neon lighting, and it just looked like a really fun place. The claw. Yeah, the, the claw. claw. It, it looked like if show, or not showbiz, God, it's not showbiz anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> well, time, time loop there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it just looked like such a great place. I even I would have fun with today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. right on. Where are you going? I'm going with Sunnyside Daycare in Toy Story Three. Um, I really love the the idea that there's these two separate rooms: the caterpillar room yeah. and the butterfly room. And yeah. like one is like this nice, eloquent, like retirement home kind of area where you're gonna be played <laughs> with nicely, and the other one's just this fucking hellscape. It's just heaven <laughs> and hell dynamic, and it's like. There's almost this, like, uh, fucking, like, bourgeoisie sort of, like, attitude going into it where it's like, hey, you're the young, you need to break your back and pay your dues by going into this room, and, like, we're the old toys that have been here a while, we're just gonna go sit and relax while you do all the fucking Right, somebody has to do it. Yeah. While you get Communism at its fight. Right (laughs) Right on, where are you going? Um, so, I... I, I think there's a lot of great locations in these films. In my opinion, like 
the location that I think of when I think of Toy Story is Andy's room mm, good. from, and I would say from his, the first house in Toy Story One. What about like clouds uh, and shit on the wall? With the cl- yeah, because <laughs> e- even even like that's really the way the series starts with the with the clouds on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that's the way it, it it has ended so far. At the end of Toy Story Three, you know, it kind of pans out to the sky and it kind of yeah. looks. It's the you know what I mean. Um, that's that's what I think of when yeah, I yeah. think of Toy Story. Right? No, so that's a, that's me, a really good pick going into this. Um, without a rewatch, I would have said Pizza Planet, you know. Mm. Um, but then after watching it, um, I was thinking Andy's room. I really liked that. It was a great place to start. Um, Sid's room was good. Um, yeah, Sid's Al's, room is the, you know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah. Uh, Al's Toy Barn is great. Um, I even like the airport location in Toy Story 2. Sure. thought that was interesting. Um, but uh, I'm going to have to echo a lot of what Kyle said. I'm going with uh, Toy Story 3, Sunnyside Daycare. Um, to quote Mr. Uh, Prickle Pants, <laughs> Sunnyside is a place of... So many in your windows, man. <laughs> I said prickle pants. <laughs> Did you say prick in your pants? <laughs> Sunnyside is a place of ruin and despair, ruled by an evil bear who smells of strawberries. <laughs> you, you have the caterpillar. Says evil like strawberries. You have the caterpillar room where toys get abused. You have the butterfly room. Uh, it, you, you get treated a little bit better. It's the heavenly bliss. You have Ken's dream house, playground, a sandbox, yeah. a garden, garbage chute. Uh, but my favorite is the vending machine. Uh, yeah, I love the vending, machine. the vending machine. Yeah, that's where Lotso's gang hangs out. Secret <laughs> meetings, they gamble. Uh, but yeah, Sunnyside makes for a fun just prison break movie. I think yeah, Sunnyside yeah, yeah. Is, is a pretty cool right location. On, that is cool. A lot of great locations, but that's what I went with. Um, take us out to Best Buzz or Woody. Uh, this one, I went uh, Toy Story 1, uh, Buzz. Just the whole idea of waking up, sort of, you know, when you get opened, and thinking you're on a... A whole different plan. <laughs> That's fucked you know, up. and he just he just rolls with it. He's like, "Okay, I'm gonna fix my ship, and you people are gonna help me." And all you know what I mean. And it's just such an awesome in character thing. Uh-huh. You know, so I I, I I love the dialogue. I love the little story there. I, I, my favorite buzz in there. All right, awesome. Um, I went with Woody and Toy Story Two um, because. Uh, this it, buzz buzz shines for me in Toy Story and in Toy Story three, but Woody is kind of the the main attraction in my opinion too, um, character wise. Just because we finally get to see this character like slowly breaking down throughout the movie. Like he's still strong and steady. Like hey, I you know I'm Andy's toy, and then he becomes broken, but he's still Andy's toy, and he still uh-huh. wants to be Andy's toy. But then he starts to realize, you know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm longed for more. I like I I have this past and yeah. I maybe I have this new future and like trying to decide, you know, whether being, you know, complacent is is what he needs to be or if he needs to expand his horizons and become something new and bigger. Right on. So I maybe I had misunderstood this category. So I thought it was like, do you like what what do you do you like buzz and like which film do you like in the most in? If I had to, if I had to say like which one do I like best, it'd be Woody. I think Woody's by far my favorite character, but if we're picking like just what movie and like what movie did you like him in and whatever, I think Span. I don't get. I don't get any better than like Spanish Buzz. Spanish Buzz is cool. Spanish Buzz is the shit. It's awesome, yeah. man. Like Spanish Buzz is the shit, dude. Yeah. I, I like Mrs. Nesbitt's up there though. No, Mrs. Nesbitt's <laughs> fucking up there, but Spanish Buzz is the shit, yeah. dude. Like. Um, it's a great runner. That was my runner up because I love, I love how he's he's at the beginning he's woke as fuck. All right. Yeah. yeah. But at, towards the end he goes into Spanish buzz. And he's delusional again. Yeah. So you get the mm-hmm. best of both buzzes. I, think. I I also like I also <laughs> just like I like evil buzz too. I like, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. like like back to like uh, the deep factory default buzz yeah. and he's yeah. like you know they, they just like they played on the fact that he thinks he's a space ranger so yeah. he's like you know. Um, I love I love that too, but yeah, Spanish Buzz is the shit. Yeah, that's that's that was my, that was my runner up, man. I that went back one. and forth between. I'll that bring that up later. And uh, 
This is one of the hardest decisions of my adult life. <laughs> that and should I get a vasectomy? <laughs> no, so I put this there. This one has longer repercussions. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go with Toy Story three. I'm going with Toy Story one. But I'm gonna ha- have a quote from Andy. All right, from Toy Story three. He goes now, Woody. He's been a, a pal of mine for as long as I can remember. He's brave like a cowboy should be, and kind and smart. But the thing that makes Woody special is he'll never give up on you ever. He'll be there for you. No matter what. I think Woody is the security yeah. blanket of the trilogy. He's the heart and soul. Yeah. Buzz is great. Buzz is funny. But if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with Woody. I'm going to go Toy Story 1. Uh, just being um, jealous of being replaced and right. change. Um, I think it's a very interesting um, dynamic for that character and everything he has to go through. So if I have to pick one, because I could have tied all three. I think they're yeah. all interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, you were wrong at all about Toy Story. Well, you went Toy Story 2, right? Right. I don't think that's a wrong answer, but I have to be careful here because I can't I can't waste any tie points. All right, so right. if I have to pick one, I'm going to go Woody, Toy Story 1. Yeah, Woody is definitely the heart of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? That's why I had him at, I had him first and maybe I'm like I just if I just look at the category a little bit differently I'll change my award but yeah. Woody, How do you want to look at that? It doesn't matter to me. However you want I'm fine with my answer. I think okay. Spanish Buzz is super fun. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with writing that but like Spanish Buzz is awesome. It was, I had for the exact same reasons my original answer was, was Woody from Toy Story. It, it would have been Toy Story 3 regardless because it would have been because of the exact quote that you said and I would have used that for Toy Story 3 rather oh. than 1 but um, it would have been yeah. I'm happy with my answer. Um, that takes us to best screen duo. Uh, I went with uh, Toy Story 3, Lotso, and Big Baby. You know, that, oh, it, it's a master blaster all over again. You know, you got the brains <laughs> and the brawn. I and and I love that funny. combo. And, and I love their backstory, too. Right. About how, you know, they were once good toys and how Lotso kind of, well, brainwashed Big Baby in a way. Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, no, she placed all of us. And, they're, you know, and how they, they end up splitting up. Big Baby's like, you know, pretty much I'm tired of your shit mm-hmm. and turns against him. Yeah, like I said, their, their story and great combo. Yeah, that's that's a really good pick. Yeah, that was that was my backup answer, but I had to go. I mean, the heart of these movies is Woody and Buzz, and I'm just gonna do it from Toy Story. Um, and, and taking it from Toy Story, uh, the, the first one, mostly because this is a movie where they are working in tandem more than in two is Buzz rescuing Woody, right. three is Woody rescuing Buzz, and the others, you know, um, and, and one is they're having to use their skills together to yeah. be able to you know, escape Sid and, and get back up to the moving van and catch up with everybody else. Um, it's, it's, I think where they, they share the most screen time too, obviously. Yeah. So they're the most fun mm-hmm. and it's just, it's one of the more unique dynamics with this. I'm this old toy and you're this new toy. I'm, I'm the old world. You're the new world. I'm just yeah. you know, cotton, your fancy lasers and shit. And like <laughs> them having to cut, to come together. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I have the same answer for the exact same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of toy story, it's, it's Woody and Buzz. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the duo. Um, but like, you know, in Toy Story 2, Woody's off with the, with Chicken Man or whatever for half the fucking movie, yeah. you know what I mean? And Buzz is just trying to get to him. Yeah. In the third movie, you know, Buzz is a fucking, he's evil Buzz for half the movie, you know what I mean? So like, they're not, they don't have a lot Buzz. of screen time except in, except in one, and thankfully in one, it's the whole, it's basically the whole movie and it's great. You know, they play off each other really well, like I said, there's this dynamic, like I'm the new toy and the old toy, and yeah, so for me, Woody and Buzz... Uh, Toy Story 1. Doing the same thing. Uh, I think the duo is perfect. It doesn't get better than this for a duo. Um, they, the rivals competing for Andy's you know, affection, and by the end of the movie, they're friends who work together. Right. Um, and uh, it's, it's really cool that uh, I think at the beginning of this, Buzz 
is very delusional. You know, um, he thinks he's saving the universe from Zerg, and then you have you know Woody, who's woke as fuck, and I love that dynamic. Yeah, you know, right. I think that's I think it's hilarious. It makes for great comedy. Um, I'm going the same one. Um, Woody and Buzz, Toy Story one. Nice. All right, we are going best villain and antagonist. Where are you going, cousin Wayne? Um, runner up, I went uh, was Toy Story three, Lotso. Okay. You know, for those re- just you know this power hungry evil, mm-hmm. but uh, at the end I went with Toy Story two and Al. Okay, you oh, know wow. he, he's funny, he's greedy, you know he, he steals Woody and then he wants to you know sell to this museum and uh, Japan or China yeah. or whatever. Looks off a fucking garage sale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. This guy Al would fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> he would. He would. If your back was turned, he would fuck your mother. <laughs> While she's standing up, not even giving him the curse. Leg sweep. But, um, <laughs> Yes, he's a great villain just because of that old-fashioned greed for green. Yeah. You know? I don't think there's any redemption to Al. I no, didn't go Al. No. But I don't think there's any redemption to Al. Oh, there's I not. think it's a good pick. I was stuck <laughs> no, on that for a while. You put Wayne Knight's voice on it. When has he ever played yeah. a positive <laughs> character other than Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> well, Newman wasn't too bad. Of yes, he was. he was. He was Jerry's arch nemesis. <laughs> arch nemesis. Newman. <laughs> Um, for me, best villain uh, was Lotso. Uh, Lotso legit tries to fucking kill them all. <laughs> like, he tries to burn them all to death. Of course it's fucking Lotso. Like, Lotso, like, puts on this false face, like, oh, we're a community here, and, like, you're gonna get this room, it's gonna be so nice, and as soon as our room, he's like, fuck those guys. Let's go, let's go have a fucking margarita and lay by the pool. Like, dude, and he's got... We'll get to quote, but I, he's got one of the best quotes, too. And it's fucking sinister, because he just says it so just nonchalantly, and then fucking sends him to an incinerator. Dude, he tried to fucking kill them! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's Lotso. I don't like Lotso. <laughs> I, um, well, fuck you, Kyle. I don't, I don't, the, the reason I don't like Lotso is because, is because I like like Al, I don't think there's any redemption in him. I don't think... He, he comes off as too... As two fucking like mustache twirly to me, like you know what I mean. It doesn't yeah. like. You I think know, that's what makes him a good villain though, because he had a shot at redemption and then he didn't. Take and then he then he shuts it down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I get that, uh-huh. but to me, that's like, I don't know. That kills it for me, to be honest with you. That that because then it just seems like he's just over the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like like Sid, like Sid seems like a really good choice, but like you know what? Like he doesn't know fucking toys are real. You know what I mean? He doesn't know they're alive. <laughs> Is he a fucking bad kid? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he yeah. doesn't fucking know that he's torturing the shit out of kids. Like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'll probably get some shit for this, but in, in my opinion, like, the best villain, I like Stinky Pete. I think fucking Stinky Pete's, I think Stinky Pete's the shit, like, the shit. Because, You're out like, of your box. <laughs> because, like, and it, it's hard, because he's not even, like, he's not even really the villain for, like, most of the film. He's not even revealed that he's, he's bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, so he's... He's the least popular of the three toys. Uh-huh. I mean, clearly, right? Woody and Jesse are probably got, you know... But, like, he's got to sit here in this box for years because, like, and he's in, like, mint condition. He's in the box. You know what I mean? He's probably the most valuable thing in this in this collection. But they're waiting on this fucking hand-me-down Woody doll. Yeah. Who, they, once he shows up, he wants to fucking leave. And he's like, I deserve fucking better than this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I like that. <laughs> You know, it's a, like it's a believable motivation. The space toys getting sold and no, that's stuff right. like that. Yeah. Then he's got he's got to sit on, he's got to sit on the shelf and watch all these other motherfuckers get sold. And I just got to fucking sit here in this box, and like 
I get that. He feels jaded and fucking angry and, like, cynical and... Bitterness. Yeah, and bitter, and I think that's fucking... I believe that character. Lotso no. just seems like, like I fucking hate everybody. He's <laughs> because he gets left outside and he goes and then he gets back to the house yeah. and he sees the girl and she's got a new Lotso. And instead of doing, the like, this thing where he's like, oh, fuck, you know, I got replaced, he turns around and he tells Big Baby in the phone, he's like, nah, fuck, like, yeah. they don't want us anymore. I right. actually think there's a lot of similarities between Stinky Pete and and uh, Lotso, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going Toy Story three. I'm going um, Lotso, uh, but to quote Buttercup, the guy may seem plush and huggable on the outside, but inside he's a monster. <laughs> okay. um, and I, dude, Nathan, I really thought you would go with this guy because we like tragic villains. Yeah, and I yeah. think he's one of those tragic villains. I would have bet money on you going with Lotso. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like how he uh, had a shot at redemption. He shuts it down, and you right. see you see other toys within this trilogy. And uh, they forgive their humans, you know. Like uh, you right. have Wheezy, and you have uh, even Jesse. She could have, mm-hmm. she could have uh, turned and, and went a different route with her emotions. Um, but what makes Lotso um, so so evil and such a good villain here is he embraces his anger and he decides to rule Sunnyside, you know, with right. with the Iron Fist. An iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going with Lotso definitely. He's not a bad pick. Like I'm not denying. Yeah. It. You know what I mean? It's just it's just a difference of of you know. Uh, taste i I just i just don't like him as a character really all right and that takes us to best hero or protagonist uh i went with uh toy story 3 woody okay just because i mean he was free and clear he was out of that daycare he was in this nice place with this girl who's going to take care of him come to love him maybe as much as andy did he had all these other toys that were great easy to get along with but when he found out what was going on or what was going to happen he risked it all to go back there and i I think that's what Mm -hmm. makes a hero Especially since he was in such a comfy fucking position. Right. He, not, not a care in the world. He, okay, this girl's gentle. These other toys are great. Nice place. You know, she she's really young. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about her growing old anytime soon and tossing me in the attic. Right. You know, none of that shit. So, I mean, he, that, that was heaven. That was, you know, an older toy heaven. But because sure. his friends' lives were in danger and so forth, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got to save them. I love them. They're my family. They need me. And he goes. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I went with the exact same thing for a lot of the same reasons. Um, it's it's this. Uh, he's the one that has to go on this rescue menu, mi- mission to save everybody um, when he could have just not. You know, like he's, yeah. it's it's there's a lot of uncertainty um, in it. And then you know, even that that moment, like a, a hero's defeat when they're when they're going towards the incinerator. Mm-hmm. All the toys give up and start holding hands. Yeah. But he fights just a little bit longer than everyone else yeah. does before he decides right. to give in. And just that that little oomph like really pushes right him for me. Say so, yes, same thing for the same reason. Oh, wow. Even <clears throat> I mean, in in the beginning when I think it's Wheezy gets taken out to the girl to the 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 sale or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. he, he goes out after him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he he's risking Hops everything. Hops on a dog and goes. And just goes. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get my yeah. favorite quote, but I love when he goes, Woody. You're worth more than 25 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> no, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, he I mean, he is really, like we said before, he's like the heart and soul of the series. And then, yeah, yeah. In, in the first movie, he's not very heroic. You know what I mean? In the second movie, he he's kind of all about just thinking of himself for most of the movie, you know? And then, um, but, in, but in three, you, you guys hit it way more than I can. Uh, he's, he really shows that he's a hero. You know, he was, he's not going to leave anybody behind. I went Toy Story 3 as well, but not Woody. Mm-hmm. All right? Toy Story Lots 3... <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> Toy Story 3 would have ended completely different 
if it wasn't for the three aliens running the claw. <laughs> they you know, that's a good fucking point, man. <laughs> Andy's toys would have burnt alive. <laughs> they would have been burned alive, <laughs> screaming in agony, if it wasn't for the three aliens uh, lowering the claw and, and taking them out of the incinerator. They would have been like some recycled yeah. shit, man. Yeah. the claw. Those are three, and anytime I can give an award to the aliens, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to give them some love. And I remember being in the theater, and that was, that's been a while ago. But I remember when those the claw comes down. It's, it could be considered a cheap moment, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah. uh, dude, there was a lot of people that, you know, they're like, oh, the claw! The claw! Oh, it was just oh, a fun yeah. time in the theater, you yeah. know? Uh, but yeah, the Toy Story 3 would have ended completely different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very valid point. It would not have had a happy ending at that's all. That's like, no, it, it, I mean, even though, even though I've seen it a hundred times, like, uh, that's a fucking hard scene, you yeah, know what I mean? Because it's, it's I, so sad. I think you like, need that joke. Yeah. You, you need <laughs> that, like, the claw! <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I thought they were going to be burnt alive. <laughs> it has chosen. Melting plastic. <laughs> would be great if it missed, you know? <laughs> Or does the thing where it fucking grabs him and just drops him away? Like, like whoop! Son of a bitch, what are you? One of my favorite videos on the internet is uh, this guy's parents had rented Toy Story 3 and they'd never seen it. And he knew they were going to watch it, so he edited the movie and put the credits right before they get saved. So they think that like the movie ends with all these toys just fucking in this existential crisis That's and just brilliant. dying. That's awesome. And they're like, That's how that movie ended? And I was like, Yeah, crazy, right? That's awesome. <laughs> That's brilliant. John Lasseter wanted to do it different, but fucking Lee Unkerg was like, no, fuck it, they all burn alive at the end. Like, <laughs> all right, that takes us to best toy. How I approach this was the best toy I want to play with. Yeah, that's how so I look at you, it. Okay. How, uh, where are you going? Runner up, just Army Men. I had a shit ton of those things when that's I was a cool. kid, and I missed the fuck out of them. I did, I Which had movie? Okay, Part sorry, one. Sorry. <laughs> no, but I, I had like this huge, huge G.I. Joe. Uh, it was a little train, but it had a huge like cardboard platform. And I'd put my army men on all that, and I but mainly from part one, just because that's where they were more prevalent, did yeah, more things. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I went with uh, Toy Story Two: Evil Emperor Zerg. Oh, cool, okay, cool! Yeah. So much fun! Just shoot the little ping pong that's out of awesome, ball dude. out of his arm, and look through. He's got the the red. Yeah, yeah. How he yeah. sees things, you know. Just yeah, good. I play with that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, first, this is my runner up, and it's. The weirdest toy in all the movies. There's a lot of weird toys in Sid's room because he like makes these hodgepodge Frankenstein type things. But still, the weirdest one is one that was made to look like that, and it's that muscular praying mantis from Toy Story Three. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that thing? Anyways, I loved it. Um, but that was cool. my favorite. Uh, I'm just gonna go with Toy Story One. And it's Slinky Dog because Slinky Dog is such yeah. a unique like toy. Like it's something familiar. You can look at it. It's a Slinky. Yeah. It's a dog. I know what those two things are. <laughs> but you put them together and like. I still don't understand how it fully fucking works as a slinky, <laughs> right. but like, hey, I'd never seen anything like it, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I bought that toy when I was younger. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Uh, my runner-up was Emperor Zerg, okay, like that, because I agree, that's a fucking sick-ass mm. toy. In oh, fact, yeah. one of the kids that I work with, he really likes Pixar mm-hmm. movies, he has, a, he has a Zerg toy, and it's like, it's two feet fucking it's tall. It's I saw those at Toys R Us years cool. ago, and I wanted it so bad, but Dude, I just... he, every time he brings it in, I take it out of his backpack, and I'm like, motherfucker, like, <laughs> like just shooting his fucking gun off and shit. I You're my favorite kid, because you got that Zerg toy. <laughs> I love that toy, man. Every time he brings that in, I'm like, fuck yeah, you got Zerg. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I want that on a t-shirt. Fuck yeah, you got Zerg. <laughs> yeah, you got Zerg. <laughs> New AV shirt coming 2018. 
I'll take one. <laughs> but dude, I went over this forever. I, I, I got on the wiki and was looking up like a whole list of the toys and like you know when I when I ended it, it seems boring. But like the Green Army Men, man. Yeah, yeah. I just the Green Army Men is just dude, like it's switched, simple. But I get you. <laughs> I, I I play with, I would play with the shit out of it. I had a ton of those when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and just setting them up and like fucking imagining their you know I love it. Isn't the my favorite one's the one on the walkie? Like oh yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah. is he supposed to? Or the guy with the gun above his head? And he's like and you're like how the fuck is he shooting that? How do I play with this guy? <laughs> he's doing the Tuscan Raider thing. <laughs> <laughs> isn't the voice of Sarge isn't that the guy from Full Metal oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. a great pick for sure yeah you, that's a great pick I did expected him to drop the F-bomb so many times <laughs> yeah man I'm going with Toy Story 2 and um, you know like in Toy Story 1 everyone's impressed with Buzz because he's got all the lights and yeah. you know, whatever uh, but dude I'm going with Zerg Emperor Zerg um, awesome, that would be yeah. the toy I would play with and when I was a kid I always went for the Skeletor Cobra Commander yeah, yeah, yeah. Megatrons all the yeah, all yeah. the evil the bad, they the looked awesome guys, sure. the villains you know? <laughs> and I uh, started breaking it down I was looking at Zerg man I mean he's he's got the black cape gray horns yellow teeth red glowing eyes huge ion blaster I mean he is the Megatron the yeah, Darth Vader of Toy Story mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean he even has the Darth Vader line in this you know right. um, so yeah I'm, I'm going with Zerg um, you know it's, it's really interesting too I need a Zerg on my, my shelf I have a Woody and a Buzz mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this but this is a, a pretty sentimental episode for me uh, my son he uh, Toy Story 3 how many years was it from Toy Story 1 to Toy Story 3 it was like 11 uh, or wait, 15, uh, 15, 15 years, years yeah. yeah my son grew up with the Toy Story movies his first movie that he wanted to watch was Toy Story that Woody that's on the shelf that's why that's up there yeah. that Woody and that Buzz was the toy that he used to play with uh, during Toy Story 1 oh mm-hmm. right on yeah yeah so that's why that's up there so that's pretty cool yeah. um but yeah, I just I was geeking out there for a second. Uh, but I, want, I need a Zerg. I need a Zerg up there. You do. Yeah, I need a Zerg. So. You go right next to the Southern Comfort. I need to find one. I wonder if that's <laughs> Lotso goes next to the Southern Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's expensive. I wonder if I could find a Zerg Ex- from I, that line. When I saw it, it was 25 bucks at Toys R Us. That's when the fucking movie came out. Yeah. Dude, this thing, I'm telling you, this is a big motherfucker. It's a yeah, I want yeah, one it is. That, I, I want, came in a box that's about like yeah. that, I, I want one that matches Woody and Buzz up there. The scale from Toys R Us. Well, then, yeah, you'll want the... Like, that's the only one I ever saw. It was yeah. a big one, like what Nathan was talking about. I want one of those on the shelf, though. So, anybody listening on AV, you want to give me a Christmas present? Do that. Um, we can right. chill for what we want. <laughs> we can chill for what we want. Okay. I can. <laughs> WTF, Wayne? Uh, this one was. So, hey, I'm sorry. Real quick, let's do one. Give some runner-ups. Okay, I'm sure you have a couple. No, I don't. No, no, no. I don't. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, no, I, I got do, a couple. This one, because this one stuck out to me more than anything. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to go or wait for the other uh, Let's go. Do you have a couple runner-ups? Or what yeah. This is my uh, favorite category, guys. So I always have runner-ups. So, I mean, uh, from Toy Story, uh, it, the Overlook Hotel floor pattern is what's in Sid's house. Oh, so, yeah. so, like, the carpet in the Overlook Hotel is the same carpet that they have in Sid's house. Uh, I never noticed that. Because they wanted to make some allusions to The Shining uh, in hmm. Sid's house. With nice. it, so. I, I never noticed That's that. That's interesting. So that's great. Yeah. Um, and then Toy Story 3, like... Totoro is one of the plus yeah, toys yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, how the fuck did they get the licensing for that? I know, like, I was that's that really, time. like, complicated. But those were, those were my two runner-ups. I think, so, this is my runner-up, but, like, why does Buzz pretend to be a toy when Andy's there? Yeah. Like, does that, that's does, that doesn't fucking bother Because he does, he thinks he's not a toy, right? He thinks he's a space ranger, so why does he fucking freeze when Andy shows up? That's fucking, a good point, yeah. I've nerd bothers uh, the shit out of me. Why <laughs> doesn't he continue working on the spaceship? Oh, there's a big alien, you know? There's a, yeah. And you know they can, because Woody talks to Sid. Right. So you know that they're, it's yeah, not yeah. like, oh, it's just a situation where, like, the toys are only alive when people aren't around. No, they can fucking come to life because Sid's holding them and right. he talks. I've always thought that was pretty, that was a what-the-fuck thing. But, yeah, that's my yeah, only that's runner That's my runner-up. Okay. I got a few runner-ups. One is I'm starting a campaign called Support for Sid. 
All right, yeah. like Sid, it's, Sid is not a bad kid. You guys, no, work, honestly, like, you guys yeah, work with kids. Kid. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, come on, it's like, my, you know, my wife works with kids, and we were talking about this. It's like, man, like you know, he's not killing animals. What he's no, actually he's, doing is pretty creative, you know? No, he's, yeah, he's, that's what I was saying to my wife today. Like, he's playing with the toy. He's yeah. like, where are your rebel friends? And she, like, and that's he's not bad. He probably like, comes from a dysfunctional family, sure, you know? We don't sure. see his dad, do we? No, well, he, his dad's asleep in the chair. chair. Okay, okay. I, the, I think the, the implication is that dad's kind of scary. Because, uh-huh. like, the because uh, Buzz, I think, goes in, and that's where he sees the commercial, the Buzz Lightyear commercial. Mm-hmm. And then when, when the dog chases him in, he sees the dad's in there, and he's like, mm, yeah. and he's, he goes out. So I don't know if dad's meant to be, like, kind of a yeah, big yeah. guy or, I like... Think, I think Sid's creative. He could be the next John Carpenter. He could be the next Tim Burton. Uh, fucking, uh... Uh, Bill Gates, okay? He, I don't think he would burn these toys if he knew they were alive. Or, no, of or, course or, not. Or take their heads off. He doesn't off. fucking know that But what do alive? these toys do? They fucking traumatize the <laughs> fuck out of him. If he turns into a psychopath serial killer, it's Michael Myers fault. motherfucker, <laughs> right. it's because of Woody right. turning his fucking head around and spitting out green pea soup, man. It's <laughs> fucked up. There's the theory because there's a, a garbage man in Toy Story 3 that's clearly Sid. So like yeah. the garbage man goes to throw it out and he's got Sid's shirt on, uh, he's got oh, the glasses yeah, yeah. and the helmet on and stuff, and he's like listening and he's like really happy. So the theory is that like he became a garbage man just to save toys from like being destroyed and stuff in the trash because uh-huh. like he's not doing it because he's you know got a <laughs> shitty life. He's doing it because he like wants to make a difference because he's happy while uh-huh. he's fucking doing it. Well, his shit. that was my next runner up. Poor fucking Lotso. What an oh, agonizing wow, yeah. death. Imagine. <laughs> 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 that is like the so best I, adjective. So, so I think I think he is a fucking psychopath now and he knows this toy's alive and he's just gonna tie it to the radiator and just let him disintegrate over years. He's <laughs> getting bugs in his mouth and being ripped in half. How long is it going to take him to lose every arm and leg? There's snow coming miles? down, rain. <laughs> Lotso is fucked. Man. What an best kill. Yeah. <laughs> best kill, Lotso. Um, another runner-up is, what's in the fucking tea that Buzz is drinking? <laughs> what's his name? It's... Mrs. Like, uh, Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt, man. Like, Mrs. How does he even know about alcohol or beer? I don't even know. And then um, I, I love the last scene in Toy Story 3. I'm sure we'll all get there. Yeah. But how long does he stick around and play in that fucking right. yard? It's like, it's like I'm waiting for the sun to go down. He's there for like three hours. It's like, let's just run around. You can have my toys. But he's like, he's playing all fucking day with this girl. Right. Um, and then I'm sure you guys have your favorite adult humors, weird sexual innuendos. What was your guys' favorite? It, that's not gonna get into your best quote or anything, is it? Well, it'll it'll it touch for on you? something for me. So okay, yeah. what about what was your favorite sexual innuendo? I think just the the, the classic. I, th- I think is is it when uh, when Jesse. What, what the fuck is it? I'm trying to think of what exactly she does. She does something and his fucking wings pop out. Uh, yeah, he gets turned on by Jesse. He gets turned on by Jesse. His fucking wings, wings get all erect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear that never happens. You know, like... <laughs> then what about, I call her Little Ho Peep. <laughs> little Ho Peep, she goes, uh, what do you say I get someone else to watch the sheep tonight? They're gonna <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you oh, she must have just been a fuck because, you know, when they're like, and we lost Bo Peep, he's like, yeah, we lost her too. But <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't give a given about a main character from the first two movies <laughs> so those are some of my runner ups so let's get into your number one what the fuck way. <laughs> you hit it and quit it I guess um, <laughs> oh shit where are we at uh, what the fuck your number one right, yeah. uh, Toy Story 2 Zerg being Buzz's dad where the fuck did that come from <laughs> well I didn't even know exactly where it came from well you know but... what I mean but it was just out of nowhere 
<laughs> you know, oh, I'm it was in Star Wars too, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And you gotta yeah, think too, this was not when the Star Wars train was in full speed. I mean, exactly. this is it literally just came yeah. out of nowhere. Was it before the prequels? And it was 95. so fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but that was in Toy Story two. That was ninety nine. So oh, it was, right. it was yeah, in that time. So yeah, right time. But it's still not the juggernaut it is now. Sure. You know, so it was a pretty cool reference for its time. But I, yeah, I, it, I, I, it still seemed pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, mine, I, I usually like to do stuff in the movies, but this one was like so kind of what the fuck that I, I had to go with it. But Toy Story 2 was like 75% completed. And someone was, like, fucking around and, like, defragging a computer and deleted the entire fucking movie. Are you serious? Yes. And so (laughs) then he was like, oh, shit, we've got it on backup files. But all the backup files were corrupt. So they literally, they, this was, like, the most expensive movie, like, Disney had made in, like, so fucking long. It was, like, almost a $200 million, no, that was the first, it was almost, it was, like, a $150 million budget. And they were almost done with it, and he deleted the entire fucking thing. And luckily, Does he start there was a job. <laughs> yeah, luckily there was a producer who had gotten pregnant, and so she wanted to do some work and look at stuff on the film at home because she couldn't get into the office. So she luckily had everything Holy on a shit. hard drive, or they would have lost the entire movie three fourths of the way. Damn, wow. that's fucked. Yeah, it's pretty fucked yeah. up. My biggest what the fuck? Jim Varney's dead. Yeah, we or, talked about this at work. Yeah, you were really you fucking surprised. Know Jim Barney's dead? dead? I, no, I knew oh, it. Oh, well, sorry, so I don't follow the life and times of fucking <laughs> Ernest <laughs> Goes <laughs> to Space or whatever. I, I like... fucking loved Ernest. He had a TV show. Jim Varney was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. No, like, <laughs> we, were, we were talking about... Uh, about... You know what I mean? Because <laughs> 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 Don Rickles died. I mean, we're talking about... Oh, fuck Don Rickles. Don Rickles is dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, so we were talking about Toy Story Four, and uh, I was like, "Well, how are they? How, what are they going to do for Don Rickles?" And yeah. they were like, "Well, you know, for like they replaced Jim Varney." Yeah, was I was like, like "What do you mean? What do you mean?" So Jim yeah. Varney's way better. He's than like, "Did he die recently?" I was like, "No, he died like fucking fifteen like, years ago, <laughs> like two thousand, I guess." Yeah. So uh, he died right after Toy Story Two came out. Like and then two or three weeks after the movie premiere, right? Yeah, not like not that. too long after. And then Blake Clark, his friend, another actor, portrayed. Uh, okay. Yeah, you can't, you can't portrayed Slinky like Dog in, in, in Toy Story Three. So my my award for Toy Story Three, Blake Clark replaces Jim Varney. Okay. Whatever, but yeah, huh? You said something <laughs> fucked up just a second ago. I want to see what you guys think. You, said, <laughs> so you think Don Rickles is? So you think um, Jim Varney is Jim Varney is yeah. Don Rickles? Shut the fuck up. Mm. Don Rickles is fucking stupid. He just makes these. Oh, he I does. love Mr. Potato Head. Oh, okay, okay. Potato Head. Rickles fine. has all the best Rickles, lines. Yeah, all the best lines. Rickles himself. I mean, he just makes these bad. Puns and insults that aren't that's funny the, at all. That's it the is. thing. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm glad he's dead. Fuck him. That's what I gotta say about that. Cr- cr- okay, this is where we say we stop. Right. This is, this is where we, I'm actually glad he's this dead. This is where we pause. The disclaimer comes out. It's just like, Chris comes and we're not supportive by Avi. I have a blanket statement for that. I have a blanket statement for Wayne. It's a critics with attitude. Okay, you're a real fucking hockey puck, Wayne. Oh shit. Okay, so um, Nathan, you actually influenced my award. I forget when you said this, but um, it stuck with me for weeks. Um, even maybe a month. I forget when you were talking about this, but um, I don't know if I would have caught it or not if you didn't say something. But my what the fuck is Al has everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Al has everything but Woody, okay? He has old magazines, thermos, <laughs> cardboard props, lunch boxes. <laughs> the only thing he does not have is the is, main one of the main Is a Woody pieces. doll? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I, I love G.I. Joe and He-Man, okay? That, those were my, that was my jam, right? 
G.I. Joe, I can I can find all kinds of uh, Cobra Commanders. I can find all kinds of He-Man. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the little things that you have trouble finding. Exactly. And I don't know why Al could never fucking find a Woody. <laughs> yeah, and some just some fucking kid in the suburbs. Yeah, Je- Jesse like, would be hard to find, maybe. Jesse would be hard. Yeah, you everything. Know? Stinky Pete in the box. In the box. <laughs> in the Stinky box. Pete, he's got Stinky Pete in the box. Yeah. A bullseye. A, good point. Yeah. a bullseye is going to be hard yeah, to yeah. find, right? right? But just a, a, but just a, a sheriff box. He's a little record player. The bubble machine. Right. There's a stick in my booth. They made they would have made millions of yeah, dolls. Yeah. So I didn't understand. That, I like that yeah, that bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. All right, so that takes us into what is that? Best score, Best score or soundtrack? Uh, Toy Story Two, the When She Loved Me. Does that make you cry? No, it's a good. It's a good song. <laughs> Makes me sure. No. It, it is. It's such a great song, and they don't play it constantly. Mm-hmm. Like that, you got a friend in me. Great song. Nothing against it, but. I just got tired of fucking hearing it. Yeah. Well, they play you it know? in all three films. Exactly. Yeah. And I, it just wore out on me. This one, you know, the, the timing was great. Nice, sad song. Kind of give you a little... Even just the song itself could give you, you know, Jesse's background story. Sure. You know, so I, I just liked it a lot better in the end. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also going with Toy Story 2. I almost went Toy Story 3 just because you got a friend of me in Spanish is great. <laughs> <laughs> so even a mayo and May is just fun. But, um, yeah, story tour, story, Toy Story 2 because... <laughs> Um. Yeah, you're because she loved me, and then which made Tom Hanks and Tim Allen both cry in the theater when they watched the scene for the first time, which was just another stupid fact that no one cared that I just said. But um, <laughs> then you've also got uh, my favorite song out of all these is Woody's Roundup. Just a very simple oh, like yeah. song. Yeah. Woody's, Woody's Roundup. Roundup. Yeah, it's really come creative. on, it's time to play. Like that's just stuck in my head after I listened to it. And then you also get you got a friend of me in this, but totally different. Right, with Woody doing it acoustically, mm-hmm. which is really yeah, it's, fucking. It's, it's nice. It's, it's like nice that's where that song came down. from. Yeah, is from, from Woody's round. So it brings it down. Yeah. So yeah, that's why Toy Story Two kind of fucking just destroyed it for me. I think that the only answer is Toy Story One. Man, I I really it's not because we had two people that gave a different answer. No, I mean, I mean like, no, I, and, and that. But and you got two cool. people going Toy Story What? <laughs> no, I, Toy Story What? So uh, so originally they wanted to do um, the guy they had brought in. To, they were going to do how to do the score. They wanted to do. He came from Disney films. Yeah, I think he'd done Pocahontas. And they his idea that he wanted to have all the characters sing songs like a, like a Disney movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they would say. So they talked to Randy Newman. Randy Newman was like, "Well, how, how I, can, I can do the score, and then have the score basically tell how the characters are feeling. You know what I mean? Like what mm-hmm. it's kind of their inner monologue rather than them singing it. The the you know we will we'll play it, and then that'll be. And you know you've got you've got a friend in me. Um, the 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 um, strange things, strange things, strange things. That's and, so. Good. And I will go and sailing no more. And I will go sailing. Strange things would have been those better, those right? three those three songs are like that's yeah, yeah. almost like that's what that's what makes the movie yep. in my opinion. Like it's it's unreal. I mean, like I, I the Randy and I'll I'll come back to Randy Newman later. I think, but the, like in in all seriousness, like I don't think anyone else could have done it. it. It's just it's so perfect for for that film. It, that's. It's almost like the thing that you think of first when you think of it. For me, it is, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, I went Toy Story 1 as well. Um, it's for those three classic songs. you got A Friend in Me, Strange Things, and I Will Go Sailing No More. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story was good. I like Woody's Roundup. I thought it was creative. But then I get, and I love that you got A Friend in Me, but they play it on the fucking black and white TV. Um, and then Wheezy sings it at the fucking end. And I'm yeah, like, let's, yeah, okay, yeah. it doesn't ever get better than Toy Story 1 for me. Um, when She Loved Me by Sarah McLaughlin is great, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't do what Toy Story 1 did with those three original songs. Toy Story 3 had a great score. Oh yeah, throughout. Mm-hmm. I think the best score 
consistent score is Toy Story 3, uh, but they, they repeated A Friend in Me mm-hmm. when we were going original songs, and uh, they had a new song, We Belong to Me. Which I it did not do anything for me. I was I uh, was not impressed. So I wish I could tie Toy Story one and three for original songs and, and overall and, score. And overall score, but I can't because I'm saving some of my tie points for later. So I'm going Toy Story one for the three original songs. <clears throat> and that takes us to best quote. <laughs> this for me, there is not a better metaphor for life in general than Toy Story one when Buzz says. One minute you're defending the whole galaxy, and suddenly you find yourself sucking down Darjeeling with Mary Antoinette and her little sister. <laughs> you know, just the whole chaos of the universe in general <laughs> and life great. itself. I'm serious. It was like when he said that, I thought that's fucking it. You know, <laughs> that's I open-minded for the other good. two, that's but it was good. like seriously to me that is such a metaphor that's good. for the for the chaos in our lives, <laughs> yeah. the unexpected, and I fucking right. loved it. <laughs> That's good. All right. Um, for me, I alluded to it earlier. It's from Toy Story 3. It's Lotso, uh, right as he's about to hit the button to send him to the incinerator. He just says, where's your kid now, Sheriff? Right. He just hits the fucking button. Like, I'm not just going to kill you. Like, I'm going to fucking break your world before I send you off <laughs> right. to your death. And, like, yeah, it's like, it's the most menacing, like, line in any of these movies. One, one of the most menacing in a kid's movie, an animated movie that I've ever seen. Just, right. like, just that fucking... Asshole of a fucking bear. Just, Where's your kid now, Sheriff? Yeah. And not like Woody or anything. Like just you're just another fucking toy. Right. Yeah. Right. That's good. Good villain quote. Uh, mine's from Woody in Toy Story Two. Um, I can't stop Andy from growing up, but I wouldn't miss it for the world. I think that yeah. kind of sums up his whole. You know what I mean? That's that's the whole point of the film. Really, is him coming mm-hmm. to that realization. And some it's 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 really nice. I, I like that. That's the one that sticks with me. Right on. Uh, this I use this um, category for my best catchphrase. All right, because we have some fun catchphrases. There's a snake in my boot. Um, we have my favorite, which is to infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite. And I'm going with Toy Story One. I think it's a beautiful moment. Um, you have uh, Buzz. He has a rocket strapped to his back, and he's trying to get to the moving truck. But it's not Buzz who says says the line. It's Woody yeah. who says it, and they start off as rivals. And by the end of the movie, it's Woody that's saying Buzz's catchphrase. Right. You know, as yeah, they go yeah. to the moving truck. I think that was a beautiful moment. So I'm going with uh, um, To Infinity and Beyond from Woody, Toy Story 1. And just, just because we, we, we talked a lot about, I'm going to go back to the soundtrack really quickly, um, how, how emotional the Because She Loved Me song was in number two. I think the... Um, I will go sailing no more thing where he climbs up and he's, he says to infinity and beyond and he falls like yeah, yeah. that's almost I mean in my opinion that's right up there with yeah, the yeah. same like is like you know you really yeah. want him to do this no and I it's, agree it's heartbreaking you know <clears throat> anyway go ahead uh, hey, real quick I do want to give um, some runner ups I love that when he's uh, talking <laughs> to uh, uh, Buzz Woody he says excuse me I think the word you're searching for is space ranger and Woody goes the word I'm searching for I can't say <laughs> Because there's preschool toys present. <laughs> and then I love uh, Buzz when he goes, you're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. <laughs> I love, I, I mean, I think Rickles and I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head have, oh, all, the, have all the best yeah. lines too. I'll pack your angry eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that takes us to best screenplay, Cousin Wayne. I went with Toy Story 1. Okay. Just, uh, like I said, all three of them had great, great stories and so forth to them. But in this one, it, it just, you've got these two toys, you know, not only the, you know, they hate each other, they're rivals, but they're just on the complete opposite. You've got the old West mm-hmm. kind of versus, you know, the future sci-fi and they go through all these ordeals together. There's jealousy, anger, and by the end of it, 
they've come together. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just such a neat thing watching the two, you know, time differences even, come together the way they do to get something done and just save each other. You know, like I said, it, it was really hard to pick, and this was almost a tie for me. But that, that's why I went with Toy Story 1. Okay. I'm going with... Have Michael. we had any ties? Sorry, have we had any ties yet? No? No? No, I don't believe so. Um, going with Michael Arndt for uh, Toy Story 3. I think Toy Story 3 has... It, it took them another, you know, 11 years to make another Toy Story, and you only bring it back out if you've got a really good idea. And I think they had a fantastic idea of... And he's moving on to college. Mm-hmm. What are these toys going to do after that stage of life is is done? And you know, uh, th- like I said, bringing up these whole themes of communism and stuff when they get to <coughs> the sunny side. Um, you've got this hero's journey for Woody. You've got just all this existential shit going on, and it's it's a movie that brings out the most like kind of emotions, like. Who, for the first time when they saw this, didn't like get teary eyed when you oh, see all yeah. those fucking toys going towards that fire, and you're like, like all yeah. these toys that I grew up with are about to fucking yeah. like go. So right. I think the ending is really good in that third act, but I think a lot of it is like a beefed up part two. You know, instead of a, a toy star, toy store, you're going to a daycare. The villain is very similar, so I, I feel like they ripped off a lot of two, and just made it beefier. Sure, I, I think I think it plays yeah, better yeah. in three than it does. You're probably two. right. I mean, yeah, you're probably right because there's there, I mean there's more characters to play with. And I think I, I I do like Stinky Pete a lot, but Lotso offers me a whole lot more sure. in in face value, at least for sure. Uh, I went, I I agree with Cousin Wayne on this one, man. I think I think <clears throat> Toy Story One just has. I mean, you get more of the characters. I mm-hmm. think is part of what I really like about it. Um, it's in so much of the. I I just love spending time with characters and seeing their interactions and just you know building up their relationships. And all throughout the rest of the films, I mean, like, you're kind of, like, you're following Woody, and you're only seeing, like, one or two toys at a time. You, you, exactly. you know what I mean? I just don't feel like you really get the cast as much. And so, in Toy Story 1, you get the whole cast for mm-hmm. most of the film. Then you get some really solid time with Woody and Buzz, and you build up their relationship so that, you know, again, at the end, they've, they've become friends enough that Woody is saying Buzz's catchphrase. Yeah. And then you, for the rest of the series, you buy their relationship because they've they bonded so well in the first. They've been through those ordeals together, and right. it, it makes sense that they would do that, right? For sure. So I think I think for the, I, in my opinion, the best overall. I, although I really like the whole prison break sort of let like let's let's do Toy Story as a prison break. I, I like Toy Story three as well, um, but I'll go Toy Story one for this. Okay. Um, I think there's a lot to talk about with Toy Story 2. I think it added a lot to the mythology. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even mythology, but uh, the plot, characters, and um, certain beats. Um, I like that uh, the whole idea about the shelf, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in, the, uh, in the Andy's room. It's pretty much the abyss for toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that yeah. idea. I like that addition. I love making the villain a toy collector. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the added depth to Woody. He's a 1950s doll who's part of Woody's roundup. Um, I like that uh, they talk about how the space race comes in and no one wants to play with mm-hmm. with cowboys anymore and it kind of opens the, the door for Woody there. Um, you know, the idea of Wheezy and you know getting the shelf. Um, and then like little beats like um, Al sitting in his in his uh, in his couch and you have the Cheeto landmine mm-hmm. and they're trying to navigate that. I think that's a really interesting <laughs> beat there, you know, for toys trying to, to escape and mm-hmm. try to, to get past that that uh, Cheeto landmine. Um, you got the new buzz with mm-hmm. the new accessories. I think right. that was really, really neat. Um, just having the toy store uh, where you get um, buzz Talking to a delusional Buzz now, who, who uh, the, the awoke he, Buzz he's talking, taking Woody's yeah. role of yeah, yeah, yeah. To right. And he, he I think does, that's he really the interesting. Exact same facial expressions and lines and everything is with Woody from yeah, the first Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, it's very it was very very progressive to have a a grill doll in this. 
you know, um, added to the Toy Story roster. And then escaping the plane to Japan. I thought that was a great action beat for the end. So I think there was a lot packed in to Toy Story 2, especially when we, I'll talk a little bit later about the problems you did a little bit already, Kyle, about the problems going into Toy Story 2. So I think uh, they did a hell of a job um, making everything just a little bit more interesting in Toy Story 2. So everything was a, a good move for me. Um, technical achievement. Uh, here's where I go with the tie. It is a three-way tie for me. Whoa, okay. Okay. Uh, they all just seemed so wonderfully done. You know, like even uh, the first one, Toy Story 1, it looked ahead of its time to me. You know, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll and I almost uh, put down just part one, but then watching the other two, it just I couldn't really find any flaws in them sure. at all. And so that, I, I didn't want to do a three-way tie, but I just I could not narrow it down to one. Like I said, there's no flaws, no imperfections that I could see. They're all just, just so perfect. You can tell somebody worked hard on this shit. No. You know, not one scene to me that where they like, yeah, let's throw some fucking CGI together real quick. You know, we're in a hurry or we're getting close to budget. It was like, you know, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right step by step. And I, to me, it looked that way through all three films. Uh, for me, one looks pretty dated now. Um, Especially next to three. Yes. But I think it looks still, looks pretty good. Well, and, and you've got a four-year gap between one and two, and there is a Let's... huge jump in the quality yeah. between one and two. There's not, you know, 11 years later, there's not that big of a jump in quality between two and three. I think there right? is. There, no, there, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is. I think there is. Look at, there, the, look at the dog. No, I'm saying I mean, I'm saying there, yeah, there yeah. is, but not as clothing. much. Yeah, yeah, not as much from between one and two and two and three. I think one in, between one and two, two makes this massive leap. So yeah, I'm, go, yeah. I'm going with two. Um, because I, and there's also uh, two scenes in it. One of them was like the, one of the most expensive things that Pixar's ever done. I think still mo the most expensive uh, when they squeeze Wheezy for the first time and all that yeah. dust comes out. Mm. That was the most expensive scene because they had to really? pixelate every little piece of dust <laughs> and it took them like months just to do that little scene. And then the other one was the, the luggage scene at the end took them like mm. pretty much all their production time was doing that scene. Um, so, th I mean, there's a lot that goes into two. Um, between one and two, like I said, is just a <clears throat> massive improvement. And between two and three is just a, an improvement, but not as, as big. So I, I'm going with two. So the, let's just talk about... So originally I was going to say Toy Story 3, just because it, it looks, just visually looks wonderful. Um, <clears throat> because if you go back and look at Toy Story 1, Andy and Sid, like, they, they look like fucking Jimmy Neutron. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have that kind of, like, you know... Um, awkward movement. They have that awkward too. movement. Their faces, but they do a really good job, and this goes to the direction of like just not showing their faces a lot of time. You're just seeing mm -hmm. their their feet or their hands or whatever, and that look that looks pretty good. Um, Toy Story two, where I see where it, it dates it for me is is Buster's the dog. Mm. The, the Buster it's looks like shit. Face, yeah. Dude, I'm gonna have to recheck <clears> that. <laughs> His eyes, and his eyes especially are really fucking weird. Yeah, they're weird. And Sid's dog in the first one, they just like, uh -huh. eh. And everyone has like, when you see like Andy and uh, Sid both have really short hair because they can't really animate long hair. Yeah. Uh, but Toy Story 3, everything looks solid. Like everything looks great. Yeah, but yeah. Toy Story 3 was done in 2010. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Toy Story, I, I went with Toy Story 1, okay? This came out in 1995. You know what yeah. else came out in 1995? Time Crisis, <laughs> Street Fighter Alpha, uh, Command and Conquer, Chrono Trigger, Star Wars Dark Forces, Mortal Kombat 3, like, that's where shit was Damn. at that time. Toy Story's off the fucking chain yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're talking about, like, te like, yeah, Toy Story 3 looks the best, 
but it's in 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? This is 1995. Like that's a technical achievement as far as I, that. In, as far as I'm concerned, like that's the achievement. Yeah, so. yeah I'm, I'm gonna echo everything you just said. I don't have a whole lot to say. <clears throat> I just want to use my my point. Uh, for technical achievement to acknowledge the importance of Toy Story 1. Uh, it changed animation forever. I mean, it looks good. It showed that you could tell a story um, using CGI, you right. know, which is important. I mean, this, yeah, like you said, this was... And they, uh, couldn't get the, they couldn't get the human faces right, you know what I mean? So they, they just didn't use them as much. So yeah. like, we'll, we'll tell them with the toys, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're, we're, we're much more capable of we doing that. We can give those dead eyes to toys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, this toys. is the first, I think it was the first feature-length CGI film released, wasn't it? I mean, I mean fully, it may well fully be on CG, so. yeah, from beginning to end. So I have to, I, you have to give a point to that. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that's. And it's, it's not like it looks bad. No, it no, look no I think it looks, yeah. it looks good. No, I, yeah, exactly. It's and dated. I think, yeah, it's dated, but it still looks pretty fucking good for yeah. for its age. You know, so that's where I went as well. Um, that takes us to best supporting actor or actress. I might get some shit from this, and I don't Whoa. care. <laughs> yeah, something we kind of touched Not on Don earlier. Rickles, we know that. Because <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> glad he's dead, apparently. I hope he's burning. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Toy Story 1, I went with Arlie Emery, the main army oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, no voice is, is perfect for that. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean... Toy Story as a series is like one of the greatest ensemble casts. It is. It really I is. Of, I mean, or, no matter what military thing it is... I think Arlie Emery, to have him as the main Ermy. army. Ermie. Ermie. <laughs> you know, I Ermy, can't... Ermie the army man. <laughs> I, can, I cannot fucking pronounce things, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I do, I love... He's got that perfect military, I'm in your face voice. Oh, it, right. it just doesn't get better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, honestly, because we won't, I won't have much more of a, time, a chance to talk about the green army man... But I think Toy Story two and Toy Story three like com- almost complete lack of army men. Yeah, and I, think I love the scene in three though, where there's like yeah. we're getting the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. No, no, they're they're parachute out the window. Like <laughs> they're all they're one of my favorite parts of Toy Story one, yeah. and like I want to see them come back. Like yes. I, you know what I mean? Like I, the, those films are worse for not having. Great I, army I think men you're in, right. In it is. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, go ahead. Um, I was really torn. I I almost went with Wallace Shawn as Rex. Because he's just got that that distinct distinct (laughs) iconic voice. I love Wallace Shawn. I thought Kelsey Grammer was great as Stinky Pete in 2. And I I really like Ned Beatty in 3. But I'm I'm going with Blake Clark. Because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh, Jim Varney died in late 1999. And they had to replace him, and they replaced him with Blake Clark, and you really don't even yeah, notice the really difference. Yeah, I didn't know. Fucking, I mean, Nathan didn't even realize he was dead. So, <laughs> like, um, yeah, and, and Blake Clark uh, did a fantastic job stepping in. Like, not nah, Slinky didn't have a, a really big role in it or anything, um, especially compared to the first two. But uh, his voice was was lent in perfectly, and it was uh, it was something that he really wanted to do because he and Jim Varney were really close friends. Right, and he, cool. he definitely did a like, solid hey, job. Please oh. let please let me do this as a tribute to my friend. That's and, cool. Uh, that's awesome. Good. Those are those are all great nominations. Um, so my pick is there's a there's a supporting actor in Toy Story three. My, like Michael Keaton comes in and steals mm-hmm. the fucking show. Yeah, like Michael Keaton steals every fucking scene he's in, and he's fucking he's a fucking he's great. He's great. My wife didn't even know it's Michael Keaton, and she was like, "That's Michael Keaton." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, it's Michael Keaton." Uh, he fucking kills it. Comes, comes in as Ken. 
comes in as Ken and just fucking kills it. <laughs> kills it. So, yeah. yeah, for me, it's Michael Keaton. That's good. I like that. was my runner-up. Um, we all had uh, four different supporting actor mm-hmm. actresses. That's um, cool. Yeah, I'm going with Ned Beatty, uh, voice oh, of Lotso. Yeah. I mean, he has that gruff yeah. voice. He's the um, governor. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it makes Lotso's villainous character, I think. You right. know, um, Yeah, he just has a great voice. I don't have too much to say, but I think out of all the villains, that's my favorite voice. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you said we all four picked different people, but... There was a wealth of a lot of people. Oh, for too, sure. Yeah, yeah, there's so many like toys and and so there's a lot of talent in these yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Nate said, it's a crazy ensemble. When you like really yeah. look at the fucking cast list, you're like, wow, well, yeah. you know, everybody's in Joan Cusack, and then, mm-hmm. you know, there's Annie Potts, and you know, just all these people. All right, best actor actress. <clears throat> I had to go Toy Story uh, three, Buzz Lightyear. Spanish. <laughs> you know, specifically when he's only speaking Spanish. Pretty much. No, I mean, sure, I could have bought if if you hadn't seen anything. Should go with else. Tim Allen's voice. Is, that, yes. is Tim Allen speaking Spanish or is it another actor? Uh, it's another actor. Okay, in the Spanish voice. But it's just so perfect. I love it. You you could believe that this Buzz Lightyear was a Spanish toy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. <laughs> was the guy I, Spanish? Huh? Was the guy Spanish? Probably. I don't know. I know it wasn't Tim. Well, I need, Tim. I'm gonna have to have that oh. name to update the website, so I need to know who this. I'll actor get it. Oh, Jesus! Best Fucking actor to a dude is in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I am. <laughs> I really am. I, I would have bought that Buzz Lightyear supporting role. First, <laughs> <For a> support- <laughs> you know, you're me. sounding like a pun right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's your best lead. A, Spanish, a guy who played a Spanish voice. I wanted to go. I, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly thought it was Tim Allen. I'll be honest. <laughs> Javier Fernandez Peña, Spanish buzz. It's your war, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost as bad as Jim Morney dying. <laughs> well, it's your war, bro. <laughs> Do I got to really write that down on the website? <laughs> yep. It's going to be immortalized, dude. You know what? I will change my answer. Where are you going? I am going to go. I'm still going to go with Tim Allen okay. as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and I am going to go with part three. Okay. Yeah. We'll just move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> I chose the same thing, so I'll use your words. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be your mouthpiece here, Wayne. Thank no, you. Um, you're, getting, Thank you. oh. you're getting multiple sides of, really of Buzz here. You get... <laughs> You get the, the you get Buzz as he is, you know, a self-aware toy. Like I'm not, I'm no longer that what I was, where I'm this robotic sort of thing. Don't realize I'm a toy. But you also do get that when he gets reset. But he's right. not even he's not even playing himself from one when he's reset. He's a totally different sort of fucking reset. Right. He's you know evil Buzz or whatever, which is fucking great. I think uh, you know Buzz Lightyear has this iconic voice and he does lines well in one and two, but like three. He, Tim Allen seemed to have just brought something a little bit more to it mm. when I was actually watching it. it it's it, it was fun to see Buzz, in, not in the the hero role, but in the kind of the victim role, mm. and he, he, I think he did a great job playing that. This was my tie. This was my three way tie for Tom, for Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I I knew going in after after I'd watched him, I was like, well, it's, it's going to be Tom Hanks, and then but like, how do you how, how do, do you, you fuck that, it? Yeah. How do you you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's he's great in all three of them. I can't like point to one particular scene and be like, "Well, he fucking killed it in that scene." You know what yeah. I mean? Like um, he's just really excellent throughout the whole film. He's really the. I mean, I know it's it's sort of Woody and Buzz are the are the characters, but it's really it's Woody. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's he, Woody, Woody's the heartbeat. Woody's the heartbeat of the, of yeah. the series, and and Tom Hanks is a phenomenal actor, and he carries the whole thing. It's 
Yeah, so three-way yeah. tie for me, Tom Hanks. Right on. Uh, I'm going to do the same. I have my category point and two tie points. So I'm okay. all three are uh, going to Tom Hanks. Like we said earlier, soul of the movie. Um, he is essential casting to Toy Story. You know, Tom Hanks <laughs> right, is yeah. just brilliant. I couldn't separate it myself, so I gave it a three-way tie. Yeah. And that's not saying nothing to Tim Allen. I think Tim no, Allen, no, Tim Allen perfect, does a great job. But Tom Hanks is essential to me, so... Uh, that takes us to best scene. Uh, my runner-up was Toy Story 3 when they almost get melted before the claw comes down. Mm. Okay. You know, no matter how many times I've seen, I think I've seen Toy Story 3 like five, six times. But I always kind of cringe a little. You know, yeah, and I, yeah, and I yeah. feel those, you know, I know it's going to happen. I know the claw's going to come down. They're all going to be saved, and it also it always just kind of tugs on the heartstrings a little. Well, yeah. yeah, when they, when they, I think Buzz looks at yeah. Jesse, and they just like, oh, well, they just grab hands. And they I mean, just reach, there's no words. You yeah, know? there's no, yeah, there's exactly. no, there's no words. He just like, I, I, like, I understand. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah, it, it's such a sad it's scene, horrible. and I just, yeah. But like I said, I feel that every time I watch it, it doesn't go away, and I know what's going to happen. Yeah. But um, I, I had to get my best scene. Toy Story 1, when the toys show themselves to Sid. Mm. <laughs> you know, I can relate to Sid on a lot of levels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the heavy metal posters. I, you know, yeah, I did yeah. weird shit with my toys. I, I would have just lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine that, being, being a, a, a child and these toys coming to life? Yeah. And it's in this evil, demonic voice. Yeah, Beastmaster turns his head. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing? Or he man right. going, we'll kill you, Wayne, if you keep... <laughs> I mean, I would have just freaked the fuck out. And it, and they, I don't know. It, another thing, too, it's kind of mysterious when he says, you know, we're going to break the rules here. Who made the rules? That made me ask so many questions. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, is there like some kind of... Toy fucked rule, up yeah, mysterious yeah. force some or something. Toy, toy Pantheon or whatever. Yeah, do they like, have their own like, religion or something right. here? You know? <laughs> how you deep know, does it go? Yeah, how it <laughs> lives in Taiwan, you know? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. It's actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it, it made me ask a lot of questions, and it did. It made me think, you know, I, I would have I would have just screamed and lost it. And I, I love that scene. That's cool. Uh, I am going with the incinerator scene from Toy Story 3. Um, it, you said t- the heartstrings are tugged on. You get that moment of like, hey, you know, Lotso's going to do the right thing. And he's like, no, no. where's your kid now? <laughs> Sheriff sends him off. They're, you know, they're fighting so hard, but it's like, no, they realize they don't have a chance. And it's, you know, Woody, Buzz grabs onto Jesse and everyone starts linking hands and Woody's still trying to fight. And then yeah. he just looks at Buzz and Buzz just... Looks at him, sticks his hand out. Yeah, like, this, like this is it, man. Accept, accept your fate. Yeah, like, right. You have to. And then, you know, what he's like, yeah. And, and it's all done without words, which is yeah. the, which is what's really important. Um, and then, you know, what he turns around and it's just that close up on his face and you just see the fire in his eyes. Yeah. Like as, as they're just getting closer and closer to it. And it, and all that yeah. that you just said is the jump in animation from two to three. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I admit, yeah. fully admit, it's it's a lot better than what two. It's was, all the little things. Between one and two is a massive fucking yeah, jump. No, I, agree. Three, I think there's like a massive. I think there's a, time, I think there's a massive jump between two and three too. It's just not the stuff that you notice until you really start talking about right. like the fire mm-hmm. and the wind and how things move and leaves picking up in the air and there's a lot more human characters and things like that. Right. So, um, where are you going? So I, I love the opening scenes to all three films. Um, yeah, yeah. Like where, where they're just playing. Yeah. I think that two is probably the weakest. You know what I mean? Where where Rex is, is playing the video game and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the two that I really like are obviously, you know, three where it's like the like where you're you're, you're like really in the in Andy's imagination. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where where they're playing and like, but I think number I think number one. I think the the opening the opening scene for for Toy Story one, where it's literally just Andy playing with his toys. You know, and like I would say specifically, 
there's you know they're like who's gonna save us and it like shoots up to the to the bed and like the the, the heroic music swells and like you see like sort of Woody come up over the over the hill mm-hmm. you know and like they, he does that like the camera like he's he looks up under his hat and he says reach for the sky and it's mm-hmm. so fucking badass man <laughs> like it's so like heroic and like just I don't know that that that's the that's the like soup obviously the the end like the, the the incinerator scene is mm-hmm. great that's the other super emotional moment for me in the series for some reason or whatever that one fucking gets me that's like that's like tear in the eye like fuck yeah dude like, yeah <laughs> no for real I, I think it's i just i love that part yeah um everything kyle said uh my favorite is toy story <clears throat> 3 the incinerator scene um throughout the entire trilogy the toys have um their worst fear is to be thrown out mm-hmm. and to yeah. be abandoned by andy and essentially that's what's happened they in, think in that's this, the worst thing that could happen yeah that's to them yeah being that's essentially right. what happened right now they've been thrown out and they're about ready to die okay they're, they're being abandoned and it's that last scene that you were just talking about where they realize that you know uh, they're they're struggling and then they all just kind of come to terms with their fate yeah. you know and yeah i think that's a beautiful moment um in the series it's the most beautiful moment in the series. well second best moment in the series <laughs> but i think it's, i think it's amazing um that's my best scene is the incinerator scene um a couple runner-ups um jesse's heartbreaking backstory mm. that was really interesting um the first time buzz realized he's a toy mm. you know it was a really cool scene uh, there's a scene that i love and i almost got it until i made it until i got to toy story 3 and the incinerator it's such a small scene but Pixar's really good at short films yeah. you know um and there's a, in Toy Story 2, there's that, that old man that comes in and puts Woody in the chair, cleans yeah, up his yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, that is uh, that is Pixar right there at its best for a, a short film. I, I would watch a five, ten minute um, repairman coming in and, and doing Brad, that. That uh, old man is from the first Toy Story short, Jerry's Game. Is, he, is that what he does? He's playing chess by himself. Oh, okay, cool. But he's, he's playing chess and it's going back and forth. Yeah, and yeah, he realizes yeah. he's just getting up and walking to the other Man, side. I haven't seen that for, I haven't seen that for years. He fakes a heart attack okay. against himself. But yeah, I love that whole setup. You know, <laughs> yeah. putting him in the chair, you know, and kind of, you know, uh, putting his arm back together and polishing up his eyes, you know, his hat and stuff. I think that was pretty cool. But yeah, the incinerator scene took it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes us to defining moment in the Toy Story <laughs> franchise. Uh, this, was, this one was actually pretty easy for me, I thought. Uh, Toy Story 3... Andy giving Bonnie his toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and again, that's another kind of a metaphor. You reach a certain point in life where it's time to move on. You know, and you've got to do that. And he's passing on to a younger generation yeah. these things. You know, you remember this, what these are and what these mean. And so you can take that in so many ways, not just with toys. Yeah. You know, you need to remember and, you know, and learn from the past. And here it is. Yeah. And I'm going to show you. And that's when right. he plays with her and... And things like that. It was just, and to me, that was a heartbreaking scene because you knew that's it. Andy is moving on. Yeah, you know, it's he's got a, you know, he's going to the next phase of his life, and these, you know, most beloved objects in the world to him, he cannot take with him. Yeah, leaving your childhood behind. Exactly. Now he can either smash this shit in the attic, or he can give them to these little girl. You know, who's going to take care of them and enjoy them and and love them. New adventures. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Such it's, an emotion- and it's the next phase in their life. Yeah, such an emotional and satisfying end to the trilogy. It is. It, is it really is. It's, perfect it's, note. Exactly. That's why it got my work for that. Um, you know, defining moment is just the, that thing that sticks with you. And it for me, it's just the simple seeing Andy on the boot for the first time in Toy Story 1. Just like something really simple, but it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's that possessive, like, 
I belong to somebody. I'm right. I'm Andy's toy, which makes you know the scene in three really important. Like when it just gets, or in two when it just gets painted over. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, oh, like that. You just took away so like much was... of Woody's identity yeah. with those four letters being taken off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing Andy on the boot, and then yeah, the first Toy Story. I I really I I. I... If I could, if I had points to tie, I would tie it. You know what I mean? Because I, I agree with you, Wayne. Yeah, well, I, you I got one that... more point left. Do I? Yeah, because no, you, you get you get three points. That doesn't take away from your category point. Because the category point, you only had one tie, right? Mm-hmm. You, I thought you could only tie. You I like tied up one one area. Because you, you get your category point. That's okay. not that's not considered a tie. It's oh. only your uh, two points. That's why we had three three points. So your category okay. points always your category point. We get three actual tie points. Okay, well then I'll, I'll do that then. So right. I'll tie I'll so I'll, I'll tie the the farewell scene right when he, when he, right on. he gives that to Bonnie. <laughs> uh, let me write that down while you're doing that. But um, but as far as I'm concerned, like like the defining moment or the defining feature of Toy Story is just that that Randy Newman score. Okay, you know what I mean. It, they play it all throughout the rest of the films or whatever. But like that is like key. To, to the film's success, in my opinion, of just that, that the, the feeling and the just everything about it, just that, that, that perfect, just Randy, and Randy Newman went on to do so many more films with Pixar, he didn't get any awards, I don't think, until like Monsters, Inc., but um, yeah, I think he absolutely, he came in, did something completely different, they wanted to have all the, all the, all the you know, the, uh, the, the toys sing and whatever, and he was like, no, I, I, I'm gonna try this, mm-hmm. you know, and I think just did a, that's the, the, the defining feature of the series for me is this that soundtrack okay so you're doing the tie with that i'll do the, the ending yeah okay the pen um so that takes us to well yeah i'm gonna give you mine uh, mine is what uh cousin wayne said and and nathan here it's the um the the ending to toy story 3 i think it's a a perfect ending to a perfect trilogy um i think that uh giving the toys to bonnie um was what was what needed to happen mm-hmm. and uh, i think it's such a um a beautiful arc, not just for Andy and leaving his childhood behind, but a special arc for the toys as well. Right. Um, I love how these these three movies they just um, they wanted to to be Andy's. They wanted to play with Andy. And this last scene here, what is Andy doing before he goes off to college? Right. He, he spends yeah. all day yeah. <laughs> in the yard playing <laughs> with these toys. Um, I just I thought it was so beautiful. And if I have to just put a moment on it, it's that that when she when he's telling Bonnie about how special Woody is. And Woody's in his hand, and he's looking up at Andy. Yeah. And there's there's no movement in the face, but you can tell you that it. is the most special moment ever for Woody. Just hearing, you know, um, Andy's thoughts about him, right. and it's just like a glow on his face. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful moment, um, and it makes me very skeptical of a Toy Story four, you know, uh, which is coming out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they could. Well, at the same time, yeah. though, like I, I want to know what's going on at Bonnie's house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to see them go on more adventures. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I, th- I think it, it, it could work. Give them I'll watch it, but yeah. to me, it, it's over. I, I, it could work. It could. But, I, but I man, I tell you what, and, and Pixar's been kind of hit or miss lately. I don't know what it's going to be like. Uh, but, man, I tell you, I haven't seen too many trilogies or movies in general that have such a great ending that right. ends up, yeah. you know, ends everyone's It, it caps it really well. Everyone's with yeah. Andy and with the toys yeah. and, and with Bonnie getting toys and going on new adventures. So um, that was definitely my defining moment was the ending of Toy Story 3. That takes us to Best Director, Cousin Wayne. Uh, I went with Toy Story 1. 
John Lasseter. There it is. Yay! <laughs> Yay me! No, um. Oh, I thought oh, it was, the box is falling. I thought, was, I thought it was John Ass Eater. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. It's actually, is. in my notes, John Ass Eater right there. <laughs> That's what he loved. Uh, just because, of, honestly, like I said, uh, I, I still think Toy Story 2 and 3 look beautiful. But Toy Story 1, it, it was ahead of the game at the time. And, and how he directed it and showed it. You know, these images, I, I thought was just amazing. So I went with Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going Toy Story 3 um, because there's there had to be a lot of decisions to go in between 2 and, and 3 to still make that story kind of work. Like, you know, people, you guys are saying, like, I don't want to see, I don't know if I want to see a Toy Story 4 because it wrapped up. Like, Toy Story 2 wrapped up really nicely. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, I don't really need to see a 3. But we saw a three, and it turned out really fucking good because they had a great idea, and they, they pulled it off well. And they, you know, cut characters out like Bo Peep that just would have just kind of been there and got lost yeah. in the shuffle. So everyone that was there got used, got used appropriately, which is really nice. Um, and and running with the themes of that movie, again, uh, really, really pushed it over the, the, the top for me. I think for me it was it was Toy Story 1 with John, John Lasseter, just because I think it is so ahead of its time for, you know, for 1995. Yeah. Um, just having have you know what I mean? Just to, to to go out and do something like that that like that hadn't been done before, um, and also like like what what good performance he gets out of everybody? You know yeah, what I mean? Does, out, I mean out of everybody in that film, like this, uh, great great voice acting, um, great cinematography. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like even just just that just that scene I talked about before, like one of my favorite scenes is is just when they're playing with the toys. <laughs> And then just that heroic, like the mu- the music swells, and you- and you see like Woody come up over the thing, and they do the classic like cowboy under the hat yeah. look up thing. Like it's just it takes a- just just great, man. You know what I mean? I think I think that he got a lot out of everybody in that film. So. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, I'm going with Toy Story two though. I'm going with John Lasseter. Um, the reason for that is Di- Disney initially envisioned Toy Story two to be a um, a direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, decided that they wanted to go um, full theatrical, and they brought in John Lasseter, and supposedly he reworked the entire plot within a weekend, all right, and then compressed everything Damn. into a nine-month <laughs> shooting schedule, all right. And with his leadership, I think it's become it's become one of the most successful and highest-rated sequels of all time, especially right. with that hard that to sh- follow Toy Story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Toy yeah. is so iconic. Yeah. I, that's, that's one of the things I love about Toy Story too is that like it. You know, it's it's a little different, but like you know what I mean. It, it, it works. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it works, and like to, like to come out to come out. Sophomore things are always difficult. You yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did something so great before. Like, how do you follow it? Yeah. Exactly. And how do you even it, get even with it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Going they, they to do. be yeah, with it going to be just a straight to DVD sequel. Sure. I mean, yeah. That, that that crunch time coming in, making the decisions. It got my best screenplay. I thought mm. there was a you know I thought a lot of hard work went into this to get mm. it. In such a short window of time, and for it to be as successful as it is, some people think it's it's even better than Toy Story One. That's that's some really good leadership. That's some really good directing on John. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of like uh, shorts and stuff in between all these movies, and like none of them have Tom Hanks or um, Tim Allen in them, and they just they just don't work because they don't have those. So like, Toy Story animated series would not have worked. Probably, yeah, I think so. And it just they just wouldn't work without those voices. And uh, there's a great thing from Toy Story 2, like, um, that John Lasseter did in studio. Like, you're getting real reactions out of Tom Hanks uh, when Woody's seeing all that, all the Woody paraphernalia for the first time, all that memorabilia stuff. He's just like, wow! Like, this, like those are Tom Hanks' real reactions because they made up yeah. real toys and stuff Scrum. and, like, showed them to him as he was in the studio and they were just getting real, 
sort of stuff out of them. Yeah. And then you talked about the effects for Toy Story 2. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, we had the particle effects with Wheezy. Uh, we had um, a lot more human faces. I mean, hell, Al yeah. is, a, is a, a main player in mm-hmm. Toy Story 2. And with a crunch time of nine months of trying to get this, you know, prepped and ready and, and out the door for a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Lasseter for sure, Toy Story 2. Um, wild card, which is, you want to explain wild card for any new listeners? Uh, wild card is kind of basically an award to whatever you want it to be. You know, something we didn't cover, you know, just, or if you just want to give, you know, your favorite movie, maybe that extra little point, find something in it you liked, you know, it's literally a wild card, whatever you want. Okay. So where'd you go? Uh, mine went to Toy Story 1, a shout out to Jim Varney. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> I have nothing against the guy, I just didn't know that he died. I'm not like on his Facebook page or nothing, like I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a, a great, it, like I, I I grew up watching the Ernest show, he was a TV series sure. and shit, and, and when he died it was like, oh man, you know, I can still remember being that little yeah. kid watching that show and. It, I couldn't watch it now. It's dumb oh. as fuck. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just, it kind of got me a little bit when he died and seeing, you know, such a great achievement of his in this movie really got to me. So I kind of wanted to, you know, tip the hat to him for that. You sure. know, I got a bunch of cool t shirt ideas just from this episode. <laughs> I wonder if I just made 2018 just a bunch of black t shirts that say, fuck you, Nathan, fuck you, Kyle, fuck you, Brad, <laughs> fuck you, cousin Wayne. I wonder what shirt would sell the most. <laughs> How about fuck you, Don Rickles? <laughs> <laughs> what was the shirt from earlier you're talking about? Uh, it was the, there's the fuck you, Don Rickles, I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Selling like hotcakes, I tell you. Born in hell on no, the to back. Be, to be know? honest with you, to be honest with you, Rickles would be cool with it. <laughs> he probably would He'd be. be cool with it. Can't yeah. keep him in stock. <laughs> <laughs> we only made three, though. <laughs> Don't get too excited. <laughs> All right, what's yours? Um, I, I changed my wild card while sitting here, actually. Um, I originally had, you know, best adult joke. Uh-oh. Because they all have, like, you know, hidden little adult jokes. I, I like almost find, did that. I like to find categories that, you know, can at least be dispersed. This is kind of scaring mm-hmm. me because you're controlling the points over yeah, there and you changed your wild card. Ooh. This might get close. I, I changed it to theme because that's something that got brought up a lot. And it's something that is really important to these movies. Um, you've got, in, in one, it's old versus new. It's... The new toys coming in and replacing me, uh, which was kind of Lasseter's like fuck you to Disney because he worked at Disney before he went to Pixar and he wanted to usher in what Pixar was doing and they were like no we're doing all hand drawn shit and he was like this is old versus new that I want and then Toy Story two themes are like you know being broken and, and trying to find yourself again yeah. and then Toy Story three is you know just getting past your prime and being forgotten and and not wanting to lose who you are like. But burning in hell and accepting it's gonna happen. (laughs) Because fuck you, that's why. (laughs) But having to accept what's what you've become, and uh, that's what I'm going with. The the themes in Toy Story three really resonate the most uh, out of everything to the 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 human experience. I feel at least for the life I've lived. And I'm I'm only (laughs) thirty. Like it's gonna get worse. (laughs) Yes, it does. Um, I'm just giving my wild card point to Toy Story two, just in general. Okay. Um, I feel like the whole I, I everyone in my awards been like, hey, Toy Story one, Toy Story three, Toy Story one, Toy Story three, and I don't think it's representative of the fact that I love Toy Story two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's it's not a bad movie, and I and I don't think like it, I I and I'm not, I haven't seen the tally, but I'm sure it's behind Toy Story one and three. Um, but you know what? Like it's fucking good, and it, and it's mm-hmm. like if if I'm being honest, like a lot of times it's like it's like right there for a close second. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's it's not. So I, I just feel like it deserves a little bit more. So I want to give him a wild card point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my wild card point is going to the aliens in Toy Story One for yeah. the whole claw <laughs> thing. And right. this is really a boost point for Toy Story One, but I have to, I want to give it to something. So I'll give it to the aliens. Um, for the longest time. I was I was talking to a lot of people about locations and things like that, you know, friends at work, um, other friends, and and uh, I was always like, man, Pizza Planet, Pizza Planet, without watching the movies again. And I went um, the uh, Sunnyside Daycare. Yeah. Um, Pizza Planet's cool though, man. That's where your, yeah, your award yeah, went I to. You know, the aliens are cool, and um, you know, the that claw scene is just great. Buzz thinks it's a spaceship. They're <laughs> the like the claw. claw. <laughs> they think you know they they believe if uh, one of them is chosen, you know, they will go on. I've been chosen. Place. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just great. So if I have to give a boost point. To Toy Story One, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on sure. the, uh, the aliens from Toy Story One. So okay. um, that takes us to best pick. You know, all in all, I went with Toy Story One. Okay. You know, to me, these were all good, and like I said, mine are not dispersed very well. I, I not, not not a bad movie in this bunch at all. No, there really isn't. But looking at it, like I said Toy Story at ahead of its time visually. Uh, such a great story of how you know no matter how different two people are, you can get along. You know what I mean, and, and you can overcome these yeah. any kind of become problems. best friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. Can go that far even. You yeah. know, you really can't. You know, young, old. You know, this side, that side, whatever. You you can do this. You can make it work. And it's just, all these little adventures. I mean, just all kinds of little things in Toy Story One. You know, I, I think it represents the trilogy the best. Did you give most of your awards to Toy Story One? Yes, they did. Uh, for me, this is uh, maybe the only trilogy, definitely the only trilogy where the movies get better as they go. And Toy Story Three is the best of the bunch. It it hits hits the hardest emotionally. Uh, I get some of the best laughs out of it. You're getting some of your best character work. You're getting some of your best acting out of these characters um, in it. You've got a really tight script. There's just there's really no fat on it whatsoever. Um, the, the effects are just fucking stunning. Um, Toy Story 3, man. Just, yeah. I think that they're all... I, I think Shit. The, <laughs> I, do, I do actually think that they're all... I'm going to turn my words up now. Hot garbage, but like... Uh, no, I think, I think you know, 100%, 100%, 99%, they all deserve that. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're I all... So too. It, it's very rare. We, we, we've watched many... 99 or 100 percent films in, that in we're not even close. They're yeah, not, what nowhere, was that stupid political near. movie that sucked? Bob Roberts. Yeah, it's actually really fucking good. But, um, <laughs> sure thing, dude. <laughs> so, no, but I, this is one of the ones like they, they deserve those ratings. They're 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 phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but if you want me to pick like I feel like one of them, you know, it's it's number one. I think Toy Story one is like is iconic. Toy Story one is like if you if mm-hmm. if you're gonna recommend this to somebody or whatever, you know, like like Toy Story three is great. I mean, obviously, like if you like, oh, I'm gonna you should watch the third one or whatever, but you know what I mean. Like um, Toy Story one, I think is is just the best. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna get on to Pantheon or whatever. Probably we'll we'll say like, hey, you know, if it if it wins or any of these win, you know, is it Pantheon though? I think the Toy Story one is is probably Pantheon. You know what I mean? But and but but I, can I say the same thing about two or three? I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, and that that's where I get sort of sort of where I'm going with it. Like I think that you know number one probably has. The chops to go the distance. Okay. But. Yeah, um, I did. I had an extra a tie point. All right, and I'm going to spend that on best picture. I'm going Toy Story one and Toy Story two. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think really? that two is pretty special. Um, 
I think you know how you said you said three is the best, right, Kyle? Yeah. I think I, they. I think by a lot. You think so? You think they really? get better as they go? Yes. Right. Um, I would. I say that they. I like them in order: one, two, and three. But they're all fantastic, um, and that's they're all great films. Uh, but if I have to do, I'm going to do Toy Story one and two. I like everything they added to Toy Story two. Like I, you know, the yeah. mythology and the uh, the the uh, Woody's um, roundup and it just everything. I think I'm, works I'm the same way. I think, I, I think that I, my. If the number three is my least favorite. It doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah, but yeah. It, I like one, I like two, two and, and then, then, I, then I like three. Yeah, that's yeah. where I, I like three a little bit better than two. Mm. Really? Because you know, it's almost, if you look at the trilogy as a whole, you don't really need part two. You know, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, other than, you know, uh, Jesse and, and, and them coming into the story, but you can literally take the story of part one and part three minus a character here and there, yeah. and you would have a complete, you know, beginning to yeah, end. This... Part two is like a really great side adventure that they had yeah. you know i mean I this this yeah. is what we did while this was going on you know it was great moving nothing against it but i like I said, as a trilogy in a whole i don't feel like it was 100 percent necessary okay yeah. i um uh, it's this is a very rare conversation a very rare episode as well because we've been doing um episodes since 2015 uh we even, yeah, even, we when, <laughs> even when we did verses back in the day with just seth and i you know we've never had a trilogy that was this good you know, uh, usually in Pantheon nominations, what we do is you can um, you can put up a, a trilogy um, if it tells a complete story. You put up Kill Bill 1 and 2, I put up Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We've never had this. We've done things like Indiana Jones 3-Way, but even though you like Crusade, I like Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think we could both say that Ray, um, Temple of Doom probably isn't Pantheon. Probably, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I don't think we've ever had an episode where we had three great movies in a trilogy. Yeah. Um, and tell such a complete story. And tell too. a complete I mean, story from right. beginning to like, end. Boom, so this boom, is boom. really this they, is they really complement each other. This yes. is yeah, really, really rough um, with the the rules of verses or marathons, sure. you know, because this is very unusual. But um, if I have to, I'm going Toy Story one and two. So you guys want to take a break, yeah, we'll and then we'll come that. back. Uh, we'll count the golden idols, and we'll be right back after this message from Cousin Wayne. I'm gonna take a piss and have a smoke. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> We are back, and after counting the Golden Idols, Toy Story 1 is the Golden Idol winner. Um, What's the results on that, Kyle? Um, Well, in last place was Toy Story 2 with 16, Toy Story 3 in second with 27, and Toy Story pulled away right at the end, uh, racking up 32. So the only Toy Story movie that matters now is Toy Story 1. Is it the Golden Idol winner? It is the Golden Idol winner, so does it deserve Pantheon? Uh, But before we answer that question, Kyle, what were the poll results? Uh, the poll results kind of went with ours. Um, Toy Story 2 was in last with 6. Toy Story 3 in second with 7. Uh, but Toy Story 1 kind of crushed it with 23. Holy shit. Wow. Damn. Okay, wow. <laughs> so you can combine 3 and 2's votes and you're still not even going to touch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Would you mind reading off some of those comments? Sure. Um, okay, we got Matthew Wade uh, voted on our last place one, Toy Story 2. He said, I think Toy Story 2 is the best because it deepens and expands the toys' world. It features music that's about on par with the first, especially When She Loved Me, which mm-hmm. Wayne and I really loved. Nice. Um, during one of my favorite scenes of that film. And it's very well written and acted. The stakes are so much higher than in the first, and so is the drama. Is it is great. It is, so is the drama is just as great as the comedy. It's written, it's written correctly. I'm just not saying it correctly. <laughs> my brain stopped working all of a sudden. Um, we've got Caitlin Renee who says, 
Toy Story 3 is a film I'd like to think never happened, so fuck her. <laughs> Critics with attitude. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just I just sent a gif of her of Mr. Potato Head saying, you uncultured swine. <laughs> Critics nice. <with> <laughs> nice. Classic. Uh, Keegan Goodman uh, said, the original, uh, still to this day, makes me happy and wish my toys were alive. None of them were bad by any means, though, but I would rank them in order that they came out. Okay. So, yeah, we got the... Um, yeah, and then you posted a picture of the hooker. <laughs> uh, and then Michael Phillips said, I actually really enjoy three and thought it served as a perfect ending to the series, and I'm disappointed that they're making more. Yeah. I think we've covered all of these. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, the stakes were higher in part two. Now, that, that's the one thing. Then, I would have yeah. Oh, then in part one. Yes. Okay, never mind. All right, so uh, let's talk about whether Toy Story 1 is Pantheon. Um, Cousin Wayne, you're the wingman. All right, this is our last versus episode of 2017. What's your thoughts on Toy Story 1 being Pantheon? Uh, I, th- I think yes. I, I really do. This is a, it's a great story. doesn't matter how old you are. You can enjoy this. You know, I mean, and the voices, like I said, you've got such a great cast coming out for this. Yeah. You know, everything about that movie is spot on. And like I said, you know, even for the time... It looked way ahead of its time. Looked great. Uh, it just doesn't get much better than this. Really, I mean, you've got a little bit of everything in the story, and it comes together just perfect. I, I, it's a shame we can't do all three, really, as, as a just a complete pantheon thing. But this is versus only one comes out on top, and I say yes to Toy Story one being pantheon, and I hope sometime we can get two and three in there too. All right, what do you think? Coming in tonight, I was like, "There's." A definitive Pantheon movie to me, and that's Toy Story 3. Um, two I was on the fence about, and one I was thinking just, you know, it's just not there. It just doesn't hold up as well. But sitting here talking about it, thinking about it, I think it would be a total disservice to not send it up. Um, not, not you know, definitive that I would give it a yes when it gets there to voting, Um but I think I think I would be pretty fucking foolish to not give it a kick up. I think that of the three films, they're all they are all ninety nine hundred percent for sure. Mm-hmm. But Toy Story one is pantheon. I think there's something different about it. There's something special, and not just that it came first. You know what I mean? And it's, um, I think that I, I, and I, that's kind of what I thought going in, and and you know seeing these again. Yeah, I think they're all wonderful and special, but I think number one is Pantheon. There's there's some there's some difference there that I can't quite put my my fingers on. Maybe when we do the write up, you know, I'll figure out exactly what it is. But um, yeah, I believe it is Pantheon. Right on. Yeah, I think it's Pantheon as well. I had in my notes if I had in my notes, I was gonna say no because in the words of Sarge from Toy Story, leave no man behind. I was you know I, I have a I want to see the trilogy go in. You yeah, know? I'm and right it, there with you. It's, right. a, it's just a really unique verses here you know where if we allow all three to go in then we open a whole another bag you know when it comes yeah. to some other things and like you said this is versus and uh, i don't want to get to the right. point where we're like well hey we think these other three are pantheon movies when we do a, a gangster right. a crime film marathon or versus mm-hmm. you know and then that bleeds over into marathons what do we do you know mm-hmm. right i i like the i rules. would love it if they were all three in pantheon dude we just yeah. talked about that yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is I a versus episode we, yeah, have, we couldn't versus, possibly do that yeah even even in marathons as well you know i don't want to get to the point where we're like let's send all three up you know and it, it's right. you know i like the rules how it how they yeah. are yeah. you know let's celebrate one film it did win you know 
It's the Golden Idol winner. I think all three deserve it. Um, but Toy Story 1 happens to be my favorite. You yeah. know, I think it's a unique um, animated film for, for kids, for, for adults. has so much imagination. Awesome yeah. characters. Um, you know, I think your best location was Andy's room. Yeah. You know, that stuck with me for a long time, you know. Um, I love the color palette to Toy Story. That sounds, yeah. it sounds crazy. I love the, the, the it, color It just palette. looks amazing. His yeah. room is a little weird. Just the clouds on the walls. Like, uh, his fucking room looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks, it's, so, it's a wallpaper. I, I, I had Sid's room. <laughs> but yeah, I think Toy Story is, is definitely a pantheon. It's one of the best uh, animated movies of all time, you know. Period. So, yes, um, I'm definitely going to give it a kick up. Awesome. And I think I think it'll make it for sure. I so, think it will too. Um, I think this is a great time to announce our next uh, marathon, which is going to be our marathon that ends 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan and I were mm-hmm. just discussing it while you were out of the room, so we'll see what you taking will. a big watery shit. Yeah, you're taking a big watery shit. That's, that's so fucking gross. Um, <laughs> that's what we do during our breaks. <laughs> it's phase four. We're getting a bathroom in here. <laughs> <laughs> Not Wayne. Wayne pisses in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pissed in his yard today. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking weird. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> um, so Nathan and I, I were just sleeping. <laughs> Nathan and I were just talking when you were taking your watery shit. That uh, <laughs> we were thinking about doing the uh, the marathon, our Pixar marathon, in two weeks. Are you good with that? Yeah, they're easy what? to digest. Okay. I just want to make sure. What's, yeah. what's the date? Um, Friday. Friday the what? Um, in two weeks. It's the day after. Jesus, it's like December. Is that like December first or something? The day after Thanksgiving. No, no, it'd be December first. December first. December first. December first. Are you guys down with that? Yeah, I had a tournament on the third, but so you're good on Friday night. Should be Friday night. Yeah. All right, so two weeks we're going to be doing six films from Pixar. We got Wally. Wow. Finding Nemo, Monsters Incorporated, Up. Inside Out and Ratatouille, mm-hmm. so I think that's going to be a Inside really... Out's the only one of those I haven't seen. Yeah, and I love at least three of those, and gonna haven't seen a lot of those for a long time. That, that, we should say that's a big reason we did the Toy Story three ways because we couldn't like we knew we liked all those movies, and yeah. it was like, we're like we can't really just throw a random Toy Story. We also into just that. don't want Toy Story to dominate. dominate. Well, yeah, yeah right. what else did we do that with the Miyazaki? We took Miyazaki. Spirit Away. Took Spirit Away. And we, we put, thought yeah. it was going to dominate so hard. Exactly. And I don't think that would have been the case, really. Do you? I don't think. It, it, I mean. <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't I don't know. Um, I think it was a I, I know you, you you didn't like it though. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. it may not have just because you guys didn't. Well, like but it would have taken a like it. Me, I think if it was in the Miyazaki marathon. What I'd like to see next year is uh, the marathon men do a Stephen King. Uh, we almost did that. This year. Yeah, we yeah, did it's that hard because they're so uh, like you got yeah. some that are like 80s and 90s, and then it's like. 45, 30, and it's just like, yeah. is that a, is that a And then take like the Green like, Mile and Shawshank Redemption yeah. and that's out the, of That's those. the other thing. Well, you you've, got, you've got horror and you've got drama, and it's, yeah. I don't know if he's got enough good horror or enough good drama to make right. a whole marathon out of that. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. Them and, I think we'll probably at least do a um You could throw versus, Christine in there again. I yeah. mean, we'll definitely. Yeah, I, like it. I would yeah. love that. We'll definitely <laughs> do a Shawshank and uh, Green Mile Sweet. next year, because I think Castle Rock comes out, right? Castle Rock? Castle Rock? Castle Rock? That's fucking Game of Thrones. Castle Rock? I think that's the Stephen King TV show. I think that comes out next yeah, year. So like that, that'd be a great time to, to yeah. do that. So, um, like yeah, and we're uh, <laughs> Matthew Wade asked me if he could uh, jump in on that last marathon of 2017. He's yeah. a huge animation fan. He was a part of you guys' Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Um, so I invited him on. Um, so he's going to jump in on that. I think that's going to be a, a, a really good way to end uh, the, the year of animation. So I'm excited about that. And then uh, we're going to take a break for a month or so on uh, marathons. And then um, we got our Pantheon starting up. 
That's uh, early January, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my idea behind this was to get the uh, this Pixar marathon out of the way mm-hmm. before. So hopefully, if anything does get sent up, you that kind of vote on it and stuff before before Pantheon right. starts sure. up. So that's why we're doing that one. Man, so quick. Those, those are some heavy hitters too. I I, I would almost guarantee. I think whatever wins is probably gonna get bumped up. Yeah, if I had to guess, if I had to guess now, yeah, Whew, it's gonna be rough. So, um, do you want to uh, give a shout out to Operation Weatherproof? Sure. Um, we all started with our jackets off, and we are all yeah. <laughs> putting jackets on it got cold in the process of this because it gets real fucking cold, and it's not even that cold out yet. It's a fucking journey to be out here to give you this sort of entertainment. Freezing our uh, dick off since 2015. Kyle <laughs> got hit with a box. Yeah. I got hit with a fucking box that's open the fucking ceiling. God hates me. I set um, that up. <laughs> hey, hey, Kyle, plug the weather thing. <laughs> oh, fuck, a box dropped on your head. Oh, wow. You want to donate some money so that doesn't happen? <laughs> well, I'll donate a couple bucks for that right there. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, we can, we, we Go are, deep, uh, Cousin Wayne. We got money here in studio. I always do. Yeah. <laughs> a whole inch and a half. Yeah. And hey, that's ball, deep. That's balls deep, deep. Wayne. <laughs> Just ask Brad. <laughs> but, uh, we like to kick in a little bit because we on phase one here, uh, which we, we just passed, I oh, think. Yeah. I helped pass that mm-hmm. up with the last payment I put in. We're going to get some insulation in here so we can at least be warm. Thank God. Good fucking Lord. So, and we'll be cool yeah. in the summer as well. So Pope, I don't nice. think Pope Renovations was um, expecting us to hit goal one so quick, but um, or phase one, but he mm-hmm. should be coming in on the 27th and uh, we'll be nice. uh, putting uh, the framework up for a ceiling and okay. insulation. So that's going to be awesome. So boxes not falling on us, not freezing. Yeah. It's the two big things for me. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 and plywood. Yeah, and plywood. So yeah, no boxes falling. And then we got, you know, uh, phase two, we're going to make the room, what, a little more sound? Yeah, Better yeah. for the sound. And drywall, drywall, lighting, even better. you know, everything. Better crickets so, and stuff. Yeah, that drywall is going to make a big cricket. difference. And Gunshots. If you, uh, you, guys don't, you guys don't see it, but when we turn the lights on, we stand on chairs. We're going to have a light screen. Yes. Mm-hmm. With, track, with track lighting. So we can get rid of these nice. Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's charming. It's got it its own. It's 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 you're reaching. Things. You're reaching, yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah, nice yeah, you yeah. see the good in things, Nathan. <laughs> but if you, if you want to help the cause, uh, the best way to do that is to go to the website, adventuresinvideoland.com. Look up Operation Weatherproof on the tab up there, and you can donate through PayPal or you know contact Brad directly and see what you can do to, to help out. Maybe, even, even not monetarily, maybe you're pretty handy yourself and want to come in and, and help do some stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah, right now our Phase 2 is going to be more challenging because it's almost double what Phase 1 was. Mm-hmm. But we flew through Phase 1 pretty quickly, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, phase 2 is $650, you know, so that's going to yeah. be it's a little bit pricier, but we're already uh, 70 bucks. Into phase two. So nice. Not nice. too bad. Um, where can Video Land find you, Cousin Wayne? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. All you have place. Instagram? I have Instagram. <laughs> what the fuck is that filled with? <laughs> <laughs> Follow and find out. <laughs> just, just artsy pictures of your Taco Bell that you get. <laughs> <laughs> Artsy pictures, independent films, necrophilia. We've got artsy pictures of my dick. <laughs> I put little flowers Terms around the service. sack, no, you know. <laughs> Smiley faces on the tip, you know. This dick's so small, you can't even tell it's a dick, though. <laughs> I decorate that dick. <laughs> So Kyle, where can they follow? Yeah, you? I want to follow that up. 
Um, <coughs> uh, you can, you know, find me at your local video store, wondering why that's still standing. Um, uh, you can find me on AV. Uh, I'm Kyle Brown. I, I will send gifts of Mr. Potato Head at you if you're being stupid. Um, uh, you can find me everywhere else at Movie Script Life, all one word, you know, if you want to, like, yell at me on Reddit or Instagram or Twitter or wherever. AV. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on AV. Um, What's your website? On, uh, you, you can catch me on, you catch me on Twitch. <laughs> Milk Ducks. Uh, here's the ErnestGoesToHeaven.com. Fuck off, Ernest you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Tumblr. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're all over the place, but our conversation begins and ends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been listening to Criticism in its Finest Hour. So until next time, my good people, to infinity and beyond. That's fucking retarded. Nice. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Way to ruin the button, Wayne! <laughs> to infinity and beyond. You got a friend of me. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Fuck you, Brad. Good night.